Hey everybody, welcome to episode 48 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez, and with me in the kitchen studio are... Tyler Talks About Video Games Wild. And... Uh, Scorp Mandrake, International Criminal, uh, and Playboy. A.K.A. Michael Grimm. And... Dave Deviates from the Script Rudden. Uh, <laughs> no! I don't want any tangents. No, How about that raw? Only tan... <laughs> Wrong yeah. podcast! Actually, no, it's a perfect place because then we get into tangents. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's boy. a dad joke. Somebody oh, man, where's the slide out. whistle? <laughs> <laughs> On somebody else's soundboard. Uh, the top five tangents in video games. <laughs> All right, so we've got... I've used this gag before. We have a show. I'm not <laughs> going to say it's a good show. I don't want to overpromise, but we'll do our best. I'm really going to phone it in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. another another slow release, kind of, for, for new releases. We've got a couple things to talk about that we didn't talk about last week, like Broken Age, and we're sort of like in the weird lull between the Kickstarter backer release and the public release. There's like a week in between them, yeah. I guess, where it doesn't officially exist. But... Uh, that and a couple other things we'll talk about in our second segment. For now, we're going to jump straight into our top five, which, apropos of absolutely nothing, uh, I was I was going to save this for Valentine's Day, but said, like, oh, fuck it. Top five headless heroes. Mm. Just to say, heroes, main characters, playable characters who are sort of defined by either their headlessness or their interchangeable heads or their use of heads as weaponry. I know one entry already. I, you might know five entries already because I mentioned them earlier. <laughs> I don't remember that. And Michael, you can probably put me on this list because I've been going through a dry spell. Let me tell you, I've been a little headless lately myself. Mm. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right, let's let's <laughs> let's get started. What the hell? Number five. Kutaro. Kutaro. Your soul was summoned here at my behest. Kutaro, will you be my friend? Nodding sound effect. Howls to the bitter end. <laughs> I had to let it finish the music. That whole uh, thing is what it sounds like when Tim Burton takes a shit. Yes, actually. <laughs> At the end. That's done. the tagline for your puppeteer review. <laughs> Exit! So, Exit my anus! <laughs> <laughs> Who here has played Puppeteer? I have. Me too. I, I like it. Yeah, it's. It's. I, I didn't expect to like it as much as I do, it's but it's, very it's fucking great. And it's the one game where I like. I didn't turn on 3D, and I regretted it because it uses. It, like it's clearly meant to be played in 3D. It's constantly throwing shit at you. For example, in that scene right there, the villainous Moonbear King. Which is so close to man bear pig that uh, <laughs> it's disgusting. Uh, he he steals uh, the main character Kutaro's soul, puts it into a puppet, and then after that little exchange where Kutaro promises to be his friend, he bites off Kutaro's wooden head, swallows it, and then throws his body at the camera. So it's like great 3D effect if you've got mm. a 3D TV. If you don't, fuck you. Capitalist. You, sh- you should have bought one of uh, those ridiculous like 15 inch. 
3D TVs that Sony put out. If you guys didn't ago. know, Michael Parr is actually made of solid gold, and he wears a diamond ring on every. It's finger. true. It's true. <laughs> he steps on homeless kids all yeah. the way to his job. I'm, I'm actually just being very uh, sarcastic. He, he wears a 4K screen around his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Gaze upon the resolution and be stunned. Uh, I'm going to be uh, audience surrogate for at least someone, maybe. I hope. Uh-huh. Okay. Would, I've never heard of this game in my You've life. You've never heard of Puppeteer? It it's just a, came out a couple months ago. It's a PS3 exclusive that was kind of poorly advertised and came out right before PS4. Yeah, like P- PS3 exclusive and it's also it. 2D, and it it has this weird character that's a puppet who doesn't have a consistent head. The game is really cool because the whole thing is set up like you're a member of the audience looking at a, like a stage play. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. like puppet, like shadow, like mm. put, like Punch and Judy sort of or whatever. Mm. And the whole thing is set up where it's like you can sort of see like the curtains around the side and there's just this yeah. depth, field of depth to it. Where and and when, when environments change, like it doesn't scroll necessarily. Yeah. It just like the, the stage is collapsed, all the scenery is collapsed and new scenery pops up and then yes. you're like thrown into it. And there's this narrator that kind of talks about things that are happening and like it's little characters. It's kind of like you're watching a play that you're playing. It's a really cute, charming, and unique game, and I like mm-hmm. it a lot. And I'm kind of sad that it almost certainly pooped the bed and died. Yeah. So does but, uh, Jeff Dunham control any of these puppets? I will murder you on the spot, David. <laughs> Because otherwise, so, I'm not interested. <laughs> Kudaro immediately rendered headless, yes. uh, is rescued from his predicament by a cat named Ying Yang, who sounds like this. Number two. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't sound like poop. Sounds like this. Lovely. Another dunce who left his head in the Mune Bear King's belly. Listen, you're going to drop dead if you go without a head. And I'll be the one stuck with cleanup. Come on, let's find something else you can use. A substitute head. So, yeah, Ying Yang's kind of uh, an interesting... He's like a mouse pointer, basically, that floats around you. You can direct him with the right stick and investigate certain things to to make uh, new heads and other unlockables pop out. Who does he sound like? Launch? Peter Lorre. Peter Lorre, that's yeah. correct. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a line early on that I didn't grab that it's like... Uh, how long are you going to parade these, like, parade these uh-huh. children uh, to their mutilation? <laughs> <laughs> what a great line that must have been to write. Oh, man. Mutilation. I'm sure this game is like $10 at this point. You should uh, definitely buy I don't it. think it's it's been out that long, but yeah, you should it definitely buy it. to begin with. And it, the thing is, it's like it starts out and it's kind of little bit unimpressive. You're like, okay, well, this, this looks really good, but uh, gameplay-wise, it's not jumping out at me and then like you start to accrue things like uh what is it calburnus or something um calibris calibris thank you the scissors yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you get the scissors and then like anytime there's anything purple on screen and you could you could just like hammer on square to to cut through it and like as long as there's purple stuff to cut through like you You will will, yeah you'll stay airborne so there are a bunch of puzzles built around that where like you have to find a path up that lets you climb to the top of something and i mean when you get the burger head that's the thing too is the conceit is since you have no head you find other things in the environment that act as your head so you can get like a triple cheeseburger that's your head. Yeah. So it's you just walking around with this big floppy triple cheeseburger <laughs> on top of your body, and it's like, uh-huh. or a, or a crown. That's one of the heads. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's like a bat, and and each of the heads like they don't really do anything except that they have a yeah. little animation. Mm-hmm. So like if you have a spider head, for example, you hit down, and the spider will like hop off and like tie you up in webbing for a second, and then hop back on and you're back to normal. This game more than anything is like it's like Tearaway. Yeah. It's like it's a very visually cool game with a lot of interesting it's, like it's kind super of visual conceits. Very charming. 
not incredibly interesting to play. Yeah. Like, the gameplay is very... It's like you run, you jump, you occasionally press, like, an attack button. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not complicated. But, you know, if you're just into something to chill and look at and really appreciate the effort that went into everything that's not the gameplay, I can recommend both of those games yes. to you. Yes. <laughs> They're both excellent. Uh, all right. Shall we move along? Well, something I've, I've realized is between the character in this game, uh, Runner 2, and I'm sure there's a McDonald's game, You've almost got a top five games with characters that have cheeseburgers for heads. <laughs> we may Don't, revisit that at yeah, some point. Don't spoil it. <laughs> but yeah, as much as I like this game, it's at number five because Kudaro, even though heads play such a central role in the gameplay, they're not really good for anything. Like, he doesn't have heads, at least not in the portions that I've played, that grant any sort of abilities or that he uses as a weapon, unlike our next guy. Number four. That, for those of you who don't memorize every sound you hear playing on a Sega Genesis, is uh, Chuck D-Head from Decap Attack, who is a mummy with a... He has no head, he has a face in his stomach. That uh, that sound is him extending the face on what looks like a column of brain matter to attack enemies. Mm. And then uh, he eventually finds a skull that uh, he can throw... Sounds like that. And Sounds like a Genesis sound effect. Uh-huh. And it's like a boomerang. Like he, he, he throws it and it'll always come back to him. Like you leave the screen, it'll come back. And he can also like float in midair for some reason. Actually, that reason is it's based on like a completely different Japanese game about like a magical boy in a cape and a turban who has like an egg that he throws as his weapon. And yeah, it's almost weirder than the uh, huge nut sacks on the Tanukis. Mm. It kind of is. Why were those cut out of Mario 3? I can't imagine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this game is... Uh, what is this called? Decap Attack. Decap Attack, yeah. yeah. It's like, I want to say 94? And you're like a mummy, right? You're yes. some sort of mummy-ish thing? You're, you're like a mummy-ish thing with red skin. You just have like a face in your stomach that has like two eyes for most of the time. So you're like Crane. Teenage sort of, yeah. Right, Except, right. like, imagine if, if Crane were, were able to project out of his body on, and like just... Start on back in like on an elastic thing, mm. and that's like punching enemies. But you know, throwing your skull is much more effective. Sure. So yeah, I'm not going to question the. Uh, I mean, com- it's, it's an entire run. game built around the concept that like you don't have a head and you're throwing your head. I did play this when I was a child, maybe once. This mm. is, I think, was, this is a one-time rental. Where when like, you were Babby. When I was tiny Babby, <laughs> I tiny Babby rent gam and was like <laughs> me play. Nope, no, no worth more than one rent. <laughs> What's well, a really strange game like there isn't a a clear structure to a lot of the levels like you're just kind of racing through you don't have to kill all the enemies which are like really oddly cute given the intentionally gruesome premise Mm. that like you're you're a monster created by dr frank and stein i think and from uh rocky yes Mm. yes uh frank and stein uh tim tim rice's uh famous role Rice curries, yeah, rice, rice roll. Rice, man, I gotta go. I'm hungry. Actually, the new the new film, uh, I Frankenstein, is based on this game. It's mm. true. It's I believe true. his name is Tim Wadsworth. Yeah. That's your <laughs> so wait, the main character's name is just have to clarify. D head, Chuck D head. Chuck because he Chuck D period head because he throws a boomerang at his enemies. Yes, because mm. he's a D head. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, because. <laughs> You had other characters who were named Chuck Rock, and they were like, oh, yeah, that's really good. We should name a character after what he does. He's uh, actually voiced by Chuck D. Mm-hmm. Chuck and Dale, oh, Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. I now yeah. pronounce you Chuck and Larry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm done. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, like there are occasional bosses. I didn't play f- like I played this a bit to familiarize myself with it. I didn't play far enough in to get to bosses, but there's like some really weird shit where like you're being chased through a level by an angry totem pole that keeps spitting fireballs at you. Sounds right. Uh, yeah, it's like a giant frog. and it's... Was this a first-party Sega game? It was, actually, it was, yeah. yes. Okay. But again, like, they they swapped all the, the sprites and characters from, like, the Japanese version, which was, like, really cute and colorful, and they made it, like, really... Like, they, they wanted to make a gross game that would appeal to American kids. That's true. So All I did was fart and put my hand yeah. in things that made fart noises. It's basically, like, a more macabre <laughs> booger man. <laughs> a more macabre man. <laughs> Corpse man, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But with and, the sensibilities, of they, like they take away uh, all the bright colors and they make everything look kind of hellish and green. And gross. The, ah, so Boogerman for goth kids. Yeah, yeah. Remember the tagline for Boogerman was fart, pick and flick it, a pick and flick adventure. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Ah. But he did <laughs> fart, like with the letters "fart" coming out of his ass. You know who else farted? The word "fart." Carla from Tattoo Assassin. No, yeah, a did. girl farted. I don't believe she was it. Nancy Kerrigan. She farted. What? They farted turkeys in that game, didn't they? Yeah, they, they did one a lot of, of terrible, out. unfun, bad things. Well, like here's it. what I have to say to that. I cannot believe it. <laughs> <laughs> That's from uh, Jaw Montana, real Torp Fotball. Nice. Yeah. John those, Montana. those are words, right? Real Torp Robot Man. <laughs> John Montana. <laughs> John Montana. <laughs> On Bon Jovi Tanner. Uh, okay, are we done with that? Uh, yeah, like, I, think, I, think I mean, Chuck <laughs> D. Head? If someone writes a book of segues, I hope they include our laugh and sigh segue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, life is still sad. Number three. <laughs> it's coming in really, really, really low. Yeah, it's just the numbers. But okay. the, Can I say it? The sound effect will come in. Wait, no? Yes! All right. You want to say it? Sure. Okay. Number three. Ah, okay. I thought you meant the name of the game, <laughs> which is Dynamite Heady. Ah. Hey. Clearly. Uh, this was a game that I, I don't think a lot of people are that familiar with, even though, like, n- nobody here except me at it's this the third table. game in this list I've never And I just it. kind of, I vaguely remembered it, and I looked Boy. into it, and like, oh, yeah, this game is, this game is the most batshit weird thing I've played in a long time. It's a treasure game for Genesis, uh, and it's like it's the weirdest thing I've played by them, which is saying a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, it stars Hetty, who's like this weird. I keep using the word weird. I'm overusing it. This little puppet guy who has like a Jiminy Cricket looking head that uh, he can throw like a yo-yo in different directions. It just flies off, and it's multi-purpose. It's not just an attack. Uh, he can use it to latch on to. Uh, they're called hangmen. They're like these little glowing orange orbs. And he'll bite that thing, and then like you, you let go of the button, and he'll like launch his body up onto a platform. You can uh, also use it to uh, reduce diplomatic tensions between nation states by ten percent. Hmm. By being giving of his head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sure. He sucks Kofi and Anz did. That's, <laughs> that's what Dynamite Eddie does. Ah, uh, there's some Dynamite yes. Eddie. Yes. <laughs> what yes. a diplomat. <laughs> So yeah, this strange game. That's that's his little catchphrase whenever he wins something. It's like Mr. Burns, but like pitch yeah. shifted. <laughs> what? You're home already? <laughs> Let's see. What else did I grab? You've got a secret bonus point. 
Wow, a single a, bonus point? Fuck you. Secret, secret, secret bonus, secret bonus pause point. That I sounds want, like a bad take. You've got a secret bonus point. I want points, not point. It's like an echoing little girl. Yep. There's a lot of anyway. Target! Wow. Yeah, you hear this a lot. Target! 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 Like it's, when, a, it's a viral advertising. So, God. yeah, I, I want to talk about like what I play to this game. So I, it's it's sort of like Puppeteer in that it's, it's supposed to be like a scrolling puppet theater. Uh, the bosses include a weird, like, plush cat that charges at you, and then the second boss is that the plush cat's head comes in on, like, some sort of robot body and starts to extend its arms, looking like the probe from uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then this gigantic balloon dog falls on it, crushes it, and... That's the boss, and it plays uh, fucking music from the Nutcracker. <laughs> and and you have to shoot it in its tail, and that's when you hear... Target! Target! Yes. <laughs> oh, but I forgot to Oh, where should I buy this game? Target! Great. Uh, I forgot to mention when we were talking about Puppeteer, but did you hear that they, like, heavily altered the game for its UK release? I cannot believe it! It's crazy. They, uh, <laughs> they called the game a Crumpeteer. Crumpeteer. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole joke. Laugh and sigh, Michael. Laugh and sigh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, I have, uh, a, so th- I have a theory based on what you said about this game uh, being about puppets. Mm-hmm. Is that all of these games were commissioned by the puppet industry. Big puppet, if you will. Big puppet. To cover up the fact that the heads fall off puppets so much. To cover up the fact that the big puppet committed the atrocities behind Benghazi. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know, is there like some sort of weird Japanese tradition I'm unaware of of headless puppets? Because like that that's a common thing yeah. in these two games. Like mm-hmm. just covering and, and, and I mean these two games are clearly pillar yeah. cornerstones of the Japanese. Uh, <laughs> they are. They totally are. I this tell teaches, you what, though. I've learned I learned everything I know about Japan from playing these two games. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, Tengu mask? That's not a head. That's a mask. Yeah, what the hell? Why is that my emoji keyboard? What's what? up with that, Apple? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Whoever's writing the book of segues, like, I want our faces yeah. featured on Jesus. this one. Also, Dynamite Heady, surprisingly fun game. Like, I, I would not mind just playing it, like, not not even just for research. Like I I kind of want to go back and play it some more after this. If I had to burn my scrotum with a hot iron and play Dynamite Heady, I'd play Dynamite Heady 80% yeah. of the time. <laughs> 80%. <laughs> well, it's it's in the Sonic uh Genesis collection. So what? it's it's uh even stranger that it's still this Is he obscure. in the Winter Olympics? Uh yeah, he's in the Winter Olympics. Does he do curling? Man, yes. what's Dynamite Heady curling in the Winter Olympics? Sega hire me. Jesus. I can revitalize all your old properties immediately with this magical tintero. Ah, what if he's curling with his head as the... God damn the it, that's what I just said! Oh. Yes, and he's uh, he's representing Uzbekistan curl. in the Olympics. Is that what it's called, a curl? The a thing curl? that they curl? I don't know. Actually, there's, there's a question. If Mario and Sonic both go to the Winter Olympics and they're competing against each other, which countries are they representing? Italy and DeviantArt. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm glad sovereign, we got that cleared the sovereign up. Sovereign nation of DeviantArt. <laughs> sovereign nation of blank the hedgehog. How's the DeviantArt anthem go? DeviantArt. 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 I was going to say.
say it was probably a uh, what's that stupid awful vocal aid artist? We Hatsune Miku. It's a Hatsune terrible furry porn. Uh, uh, hark thy furry porn. <laughs> hark. Hark. That's not the right song. Shut up! I'm shut up, Michael. Okay. <laughs> Shut just your dynamite head yeah. <laughs> Fucking angels telling you to hark, you hark. God damn it. Yes. Wrong button. Home already? Yes. He really is burned as a, <laughs> like a weird little girl. Yes. <laughs> no, my my prediction is those. Oh, what's what's your favorite form of birth control, Hetty? Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Oh, saw that ad. I thought it would be Nuva Ring. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> I thought it was pulling out. Yes. <laughs> uh, they don't make commercials for that, sadly. <laughs> the National Council for Pulling Out. <laughs> Swift Boat Veterans for Pulling Out. <laughs> it's just got to be like two women. Congressional Republicans do not want to pay for you to pull out. Oh, man. Two women having coffee, just discussing, you know, <laughs> talking about uh, work, and then, oh, pulling out? You've tried that? <laughs> yeah, it... No, you don't even feel anything. <laughs> the best part is, you get a bonus point. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! It's over 2% effective. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but yeah, Dynamite Heady, fun platformer. Go play it if you can. Yeah, go to your fucking or your local. Oh, also, interchangeable heads. He has a hammer head that can break things, and a vacuum head that what? can suck in everything on screen, mm. and also a bunch of useless heads. He has a head that's a nightcap that makes him fall asleep. Aww. He has a head that's like a Statue of Liberty crown with a flame in the center for some reason. I can't figure out what the hell it's supposed Patriotism. to do. It gives him bonus damage against immigrants. <laughs> sure, I'll having a yes. head that's a hat. That's just yeah. that makes me uncomfortable. But re- really imaginative, really strange game from Treasure, who makes some of the best two D platformers ever. Who made? Yeah, that's true. What are they doing now? Sin and punishment? I just assume they're part of Platinum now. Ah, uh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Let's do a, a a listener challenge. Will Tyler ever have heard of the next game? I believe you will have. Yes. Oh, whoa! Yes. <laughs> See if anyone gets it right. Number two. Heads, we roll. See, I know Mike knows who that is. I do. You're going to need more, though. Time to pull myself together. Also, this is not going to help anyone but me. How about this? Berserker Barrage! No? As every anime? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that is Ms. Fortune, or Nadia Fortune, from Skullgirls. Okay, I have heard of this one. Yes. Hey! Hey, certain hey. listeners, Play the win. bonus point sound effect. You've got a secret bonus point. Yay. Good job, guys. If you were, uh, you know, it's not really secret. We all know about it. Voting for me? Yes. <laughs> uh, schoolgirls, I have heard of. Yes. Is the technical pronunciation of the schoolgirls? I think it is because there's Probably. a new lot over the I'm years. I'm sure. I'm sure it's uh, a. Uh, yeah. But I, I think they say schoolgirl in the spoken dialogue. So, mm, mm. what little there is. How did oh, I, I just I notice? Just got that. Yeah. Yeah. School, school, girl. yeah, yeah, yeah. School Yager, Capcom Unity. Incorrect. Can I have a cheeseburger? It <laughs> <laughs> is my favorite sound effect. <laughs> Wait, let's let's forward that to Chris. Yeah, that needs to be used in all future. Yes. 
Chris, I haven't gotten paid for the last 20 podcasts. Can I have a cheeseburger? <laughs> um, but yeah, Skullgirls is a good fighting game. Yes, it is. Yeah. And uh, Ms. Fortune is... The reason she's on this list is because she swallowed a life gem, mm-hmm. so she can never be killed, even if her body is cut into little pieces. So what does she do? She routinely cuts it into pieces herself. Uh, so she has a bunch of extending attacks where, like, her legs sort of comes apart with these wobbly flesh things uh, mm-hmm. in between the joints, which is gross. But she can also, there's a move called Headless, where she can decapitate herself. Yes. She can throw her head as a biting weapon. Mm-hmm. Or her head can just lie there while you're controlling her you can sort headless of body. People between your body and the yes, head and yes, from both that's sides. the strategy. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's actually like a point, a, a, another game where being headless is a weird advantage. Yes, yeah, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's um, I wish I had the soundboard right now so I could start playing. Cut my life into pieces and then make you all angry. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you already did. You're welcome. Congratulations. <laughs> no soundboard needed. Ah, nice. Sulfur <laughs> and succotash. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you, you sent me to a, a thing on YouTube that's just like sound effects from her, and it's like literally five minutes long. Yes, there's a lot of sound effects. And, and most Barrage, of them are ah, 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 meow. Yeah, it's ah, like ah. I think every like hit animation that he has. Yeah. But that Berserker Barrage thing is... Uh, Berserker Barrage! That is Wolverine yes. from uh, Marvel mm. vs. Capcom or mm-hmm. the you know Marvel games. Yes. And when he does his uh, sort of charging rush attack, and she does the exact same thing, it says Berserker Barrage. That game oh, is nice. filled with like in-jokes and references yeah. to stuff. Uh, one of the characters, you can peacock, I believe, you can uh, summon the uh, Maori, Maui, Moai? Moai? Taj the Maui. The Mo- yes, Taj Maori, the mm. smart guy heads from <laughs> Easter Island. <laughs> Uh, from Gradius and like the heads from Gradius drop down and they shoot out the like Gradius rings oh wow yeah there's all kinds of funny stuff in that game huh. there's also I want to see if anyone but Grim can get this reference Claws Encounter of the Third Kind I know it Tyler did you say Claws Encounter Claws Encounter of the Third Kind it's quite a pun I guess Martin Scorsese come what? on <laughs> think accolade Think act. Oh, I don't know. Running around in loops, games. collecting balls of yarn. Perhaps you've seen his account, Dark Blank 420. One of the worst mascot games of all time. Are you still playing this thing? He wears a T-shirt with an exclamation point on it. He's a bobcat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. It's Bobsy. <laughs> I kind of wanted to just leave it blank to torture mm. our listeners. But. Oh, Bubsy. Mm-hmm. I kind of like... <laughs> I, I Right, Bubsy Berkeley. He's the guy who directed all the musicals in the 20s and 30s. Yeah. Man, if I had a cinder block to throw your head right at Michael, <laughs> I would. you got to understand, I like actively delete knowledge from my brain that I don't think is important. What, what the idiot. hell kind of nerd Such are you? Bubsy knowledge? I only remember Seinfeld episodes. Ugh. Can I have a cheeseburger? I go for cheese. That was a Seinfeld episode, right? Probably. Yes! Also, since we have this opportunity, shoutouts to at DarkBubsy420, <laughs> the longest-running gimmick Twitter account based on an offhand joke I made four years ago that I could ever imagine. Thank you for your hard work, sir. Uh, beautiful. The only time I've ever heard about Bubsy is you guys making Bubsy jokes on podcasts. Have you not seen that one guy on YouTube has like... Hours long. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that guy. He's, <laughs> a, a, guy that he's a treasure. He plays Bubsy 3D basically in the first level for 
all told, probably 80 hours. Hmm. But he basically finds every single physics flaw in the first level. Like, oh. if I jump, so he's a game tester. Uh, yes, but he's also not testing it for anything. Kids, no. you want to be a game tester? That's what your job would be. Yes. Playing Bubsy, <laughs> playing 3D. the first level of Bubsy for 80 hours straight, trying to find all the flaws. Yes. <clears throat> Except your maximum payment would be for four hours of work. Mm-hmm. So he would stop at that point <laughs> and move on to the next one. Yeah. Oy. Because you're working at Accolade in the 90s, apparently. Anyway, but yeah, Miss Fortune. Cool. Yeah, she's cool. she's a pretty cool character. School I like girl. her. It's pretty good game. Yeah, she uh, she defends the citizens of Little Innsmouth. Little Innsmouth, that's right. Uh-huh. Which the is a fish le- reference to uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Hi, I yes. I mean Franz Kafka. I mean James Joyce. I mean the lady. That Edgar Allan Poe and his stories about King Kong who sleeps in a sunken city. <laughs> Yes, King Kong will rise from the sunken city of Riley to steal that lady on the top of the <laughs> Guys, Empire State uh, Building. It's, it's a Hemingway thing. I don't know if you guys are... Let's say that, though. Oh, is it King <laughs> Kong Photogen? God. It's, it's not that nobody Dinky knows King. it. It's that it's just <laughs> killing them that we're not going to say it. Yes. Like, it's, it's, it's in their throat <laughs> now, burning. Yes. Let's not say it. Okay. Agreed. My head... What about my head? Um, well, uh, perhaps you should take a look for yourself. What the fuck? Whoa. That is... Uh, sorry for the poor sound quality. It's kind of difficult to find... Sorry for the sound quality. It's kind of difficult to find audio on YouTube that is good from a years-old unpopular PSP. Sorry game. for the profanity. Ah. Death Michael Junior. uploaded his own Betamax tape. I <laughs> did. <laughs> No, I ripped somebody else's stream. Uh, that is Fred Newman, uh, voiced by the guy that John makes like the sauce and shit. Yes, uh, yeah, Fred Newman. Uh, <laughs> Fred Newman's Newman. own. Yeah, no, Fred <laughs> Newman from Deadhead Fred. Newman. It's the Phoebe Cates movie from the 1990s. Mm. Let's drop Dead Fred. Yes, yes. that's what I was thinking. Uh, I have no idea what this is. What is this actually, Michael? This is a PSP game that came out in like 2006, 2007. And it was actually really good, but everybody ignored it, and it was like five cents on the shelves at GameStop and sort of disappeared. But it's uh, Deadhead Fred is a he's an undead. Is he private too sexy eye. for his head? He is. He uh. is too sexy for his <laughs> head. This is a game I know. He's too sexy for all of his heads. Hey, nice. This is a game I know one hundred percent because it appeared in multiple games radar top seven. <laughs> yes, yes. Because yeah. it's it's awesome. That's how I know games. It's awesome, and nobody paid attention to it. And it was like it was really interesting because Fred. Uh, most of the time, his his like basic uh, self is that he's got like a jar with a brain in it, and a little like voice box uh, that he uses to talk. But then, uh, when he starts killing people, then he can take their heads, and when he takes their heads, he takes their abilities. So like he gets a zombie head, and he can uh, claw and spit acid, I think, or something. Uh, he kills a, a huge stone idol and takes its head, and like he gets all big and bulky and can. Smash through things and. So this uh, is Metal Gear Acid, is the game we're talking about. Right? Yes, Metal yeah. Gear Acid with, okay. so, with cards. Backstory: When I said uh, at the beginning of this episode, I know what one entry is. Ah. It was this Deadhead Fred because if you know anything about Michael, you should know that he hates it when games he likes are underappreciated. That's true. <laughs> and probably invented this whole top five to tell you why Deadhead Fred <laughs> is a pretty good game. 
<laughs> no, I just should have paid attention. I just invented this top five because I was like, oh, what could I do? Uh, okay, how about characters? How many characters don't have heads? Oh, five of them? All right, we've got a list. Right, well, well, Michael bought a crate of unsold UMDs that he's trying to flip now for five dollars a piece. Next week, why Jaws Unleashed is all right. That's it the- isn't. It's just stupid. <laughs> I guess I do owe you one. Whatever they did to me, you put me back in one piece again. Yes. Well, yes. mostly. Mostly? What's that supposed to mean? There's this small matter of your head. Yes. That's the guy from Scrubs? Yeah, John C. McGinley. Uh, I, th- I think it's John. Could be wrong. Let me double check that. Yes, John C. McGinley. <laughs> well, that was fast. <laughs> oh my God. I had yeah. it written down. You're wearing Google Glass right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, wearing, I'm wearing two Google Glasses. <laughs> just so I can call them Google Glasses. Both eyes. Mm-hmm. I have a throat mm-hmm. communicator attached to my Google Glass. <laughs> I just murmur when I need a question answered. Who's the guy from Scrubs? Google Glass, how can I look more like a douche? <laughs> Help me. Hmm. <laughs> I would be watching porn all the time. What? No, I'm busy. <laughs> I'd be watching Scrubs all the time. <laughs> like, if somebody stood behind you and, like, looked could into it, it, could they, they see? I don't know. Could they see the Probably porn? Not. Could they see into your soul? Could they see what you're into? Yeah, well, I hope not. Would they tell your mother? Yeah. 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 You're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Michael, you're literally the only one that has anything of merit to say. Yeah, about <laughs> That's a new segue. It's not even a laughing sigh. It's just an awkward it's a, it's, sigh. It's, it's a hard segue. It was an awkward silence. Yeah. Well, okay, Deadhead Fred is a well-written game. Draws heavily from Miller's Crossing, for those of you who've seen that movie. Um, more stylistically than anything else. Movie, right? Yes, the Wachowski brothers. Siblings. Um, yeah, siblings. Uh <laughs> I was I was I was pairing it with the Cohen brothers who actually directed Miller's Crossing. Uh, uh, what happened to the Cohen sisters? Uh, I don't know. They 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 went uh, F to M, I guess. Princess Peach and uh, whatever the yellow one is. <laughs> yeah, Yellow Princess. I think her name is Luigi's girlfriend. Uh huh. Yeah. Waluigi. Yellow Princess. Yellow Princess. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> she chugs like uh, four loco and then goes up. Mm-hmm. When when did we become <laughs> a, Dazzler? Uh, Disco Dazzler is her name. Relaxed NPR. Uh, Mumblecast. I think just now. Okay. I think that all happened like literally 30 seconds ago. We're considering all things right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Figuratively, it was a rhetorical ago. question, uh, Michael, but mm-hmm. um, um, we're yeah. talking about the. Uh, Today on This American Life, game? we go into the uh, average day of a GameStop employee to see what it's like to sell games to somebody five days out of the week, every week, for the whole year. In three parts. So, what do you do with these uh, used copies of uh, Red Dead Fred? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Next up, we're all going to gather around a scorpion nest and shove our dicks into it repeatedly to see what happens. Stay tuned. (laughs) I hate Rockstar for never bringing uh, Red Dead Fred to PC. Yeah. Yeah. Red Dead Fredemption. (laughs) Red Dead Fredemption should be the sequel to Deadhead Fred. I'm too sexy for my Winchester. Oh, Fred is also number one Bond, on this list. A new frontier. Sorry, Fred. Fred is number one on this list because he has arguably a more. Def- I'm not going to say more personality, but a more defined personality than any of the other weirdos on this list. How dare you, Dynamite mm. Heady? Yes, Never mind. Dynamite Heady is a prince among headless puppets. Would you say he's head and shoulders above the rest? Oh of my God. I would. <laughs> Thank you so much for that brilliant pun, Dave. Somebody kicked the stool out from underneath me. 
Right, this is clearly going well, so... <laughs> yeah, uh, we're not heading in the right direction. <laughs> oh, wait, before we move on, there's one little thing to discuss. No, we're not. No, we're not. As you know, I'm not in war. You say it like it's a bad thing. So, you have to protect me. But if you lose your limbs, go pick them up and straighten yourself out. To pick them up, use the combat Well, thank you for the explanation, dollface. Have you seen my right leg? Just stick it back onto your torso. I can always grow it back after a little while, though. Classic Who here game. played Never Dead? This is Knight's Contract. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I never played that game. Nobody did. <laughs> With good reason. I'm put throwing uh, Bryce Boltzmann from Never Dead. Wow, is that here. his name? Yes. That's yeah. almost better than Rex Power Colts. Because <laughs> everybody suggested this, and it's like, well, number one, it's kind of a shitty game. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> kind of. I use that... Uh, when I suggested it to you, said... Not like number three, Bugsy. I said, fuck that guy and fuck his game. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he's the thing is, like, the other characters all have detachable heads. They're bodies that can detach their heads or control their heads. He is a head with a body that can fall apart and be left behind. Like, he can suffer so much damage that he loses his body mm-hmm. and just kind of crumples into a pile of parts. And he can... What, what makes the game interesting is that what you, you're rolling around as a head as a disembodied head, complaining about the condition of being a disembodied head. And you don't have to roll back into your body in order. You can, for example, roll into one of your arms, and it will graft itself onto your neck, and then you can shoot while you're rolling around. Uh, arms, legs can all be grafted onto head, or you can just roll into your body. Or if you just hold down L3, uh, you will regrow your entire body. Do you know what one of the failed taglines was for the uh, pulling out movement? Mm. Never dead. I thought it was going to nah. be. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Never so I'm pretty dead. sure. That would be a good condom name. Never dead. Never dead. Yeah. <laughs> Never dead. <laughs> I feel like all these games were made by Tim Burton. You would tell me, right? I would. They were, weren't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No. This was made by Konami, right? Yeah, it was made by Konami. Really weird. Like, I I think I was complaining to you about it because, like, I I had a copy uh, from P-Tom that had been sitting on a shelf in shrink wrap. I took the shrink wrap off just to play and see if it would be good for this list. And, like, the opening is, like, this mix of bizarre and incredibly lazy and just slapdash. Like, the voice acting is weird. There's, like, this weird fruity demon prince at the very beginning who's the one who curses him with eternal life as you do <laughs> yeah pretty much and, and and he starts out talking like well you humans ah i can see the color of your soul and then he he does like some line where he, he talks about corn on the cob mm. and then like suddenly he switches to a southern accent for the rest of his thing and it's like we're in huh. medieval europe uh, uh, so Nicholas Cage voiced this guy, obviously. Yeah, kinda, kinda. Mm-hmm. It's probably Mother true. Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Never Dead is actually a Highlander knockoff starring Nicholas Cage. Hmm. Uh, Might as well be, except if the Highlander could regrow his entire body after getting his <laughs> head cut his off. Head, yeah. Yeah. No, I just want that to happen. I want someone to remake Highlander. Ah, uh, with Mr. Nicolas Cage, Cage, we have a proposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you ever heard of Highlander? 
<laughs> we have yes! forty-five dollars for you. We do this movie. All the Rolling Rocks you can drink. <laughs> oh, I liked in that episode of that one show where they made Nicolas Cage jokes. <gasps> can I speak of that show? No, no, no. We dare. No. Is it Bubsy? As a community, it is Bubsy. It we is cannot Bubsy. speak of this show. That's true. We we'll have to wait till the community segment. <laughs> well, Michael, are we done with this? Uh, I, I guess we are. I can, I can cut through the enthusiasm in this room with nothing because it's not there. How about this uh, new segue? Let's all take a drink of alcohol and sigh, and we can move on. Okay. All right. Well, that's our exciting and energetic first segment. So when we come, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to go over some new releases, which I don't think there really are any, but we'll talk about a couple that came out last week. Yeah, I guess. It should be interesting that we all drank pure alcohol just now. Mm -hmm. Is this really pure, though? I mean, it's beer. How pure can that be? 100% 100% White light Wow True Trumers <laughs> I think that's 100% True Trumers um, That's how you know it's working Anyway we're gonna take a break Stay tuned Back, back soon Diagnosis Here it is You're fucked up And your ass is fucked up Are you ready for the solution? She said what? And I said here's the solution Are you ready? Yeah I'll Chris's porch and for Christ, guys, are you really gonna make me do this? Come on, it's adorable. The listeners have been asking for this for two weeks. Uh, do I have to wear the hat too? Well, the hat's the best part. You look so cute. It's just that it's not really a visual medium. And come on, a song's playing. You're gonna miss your cue. <sighs> if you're liking the Vidja Game Show, there's a few things I think you should know. They need your support, so we exhort you to review on iTunes, bro. Five star ratings sure help us a lot. And tell friends if you think the show's hot. Or buy a t-shirt with a scary skull logo. There at store.lasertimepodcast.com Next to shirts for other shows that are the bomb. Also, if you don't think that VGA stinks, buy some stuff through Laser Time's Amazon links. Visit us at vidjagameapocalypse.com Comment on articles and leave us forum posts. And tell us what you like about the show or what it should change. And tell the hosts that they should stop humiliating me. <laughs> Follow us on the Twitters, you can. We're at VG Apocalypse Man. And you'll get to know right when the show goes up sometime around 3 a.m. And if you've got payola to give, well, we sure would appreciate if you click on donate. Please don't be late. Like the show. Uh, just be sure to write that it's for VGA on the donation form. Or it goes to Chris, and he'll just piss it away on more laser time. Hey! But before that, I'll find it, and then I'll hide it away in my den. And make sure that that garbage smell gets blamed on you. 
And then I will pile all of my rat skulls high, leaving them with ale clip crisps right in the thigh. Horror bones will scatter all across the floor. Then they'll call his mom and tell her she's a... Okay, I get it. Shut up. Fine, fine. Ugh, I didn't want to do this anyway. Just remember that you put me up to this, okay? Speaking of which, did the listeners really ask for me to do this? Ah, uh, no. I just like Alvin the Chipmunk. Oh, hey, me too. I especially like the one where Alvin knows where Dave sleeps and shits in his mouth while he's in bed. Oh, yeah, I... Wait a minute. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. And welcome back to our hopefully more energetic second segment. Uh, yeah, we've we've just spent like I think the last two hours trying yes. to figure out what to talk about in this segment. Three hours. Yeah, yeah, three three hours. We've um, been here for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a week solid in your Sequestered in your kitchen. In kitchen. We're all very sweaty and gross. Yep. We will be posting this in seconds, like literally seconds. As soon as we're done recording, this is going online. Well, we figured been, out what to Because it's about. now Tuesday. I've been cooling myself with slices of bologna from the fridge, yeah. slapping them <laughs> under my flesh. Well, actually, most of the conversation has been like, hey, guys, what about dick-sucking techniques? I'm like, no. No, and I, then, hey, then the conversation comes back around to that. We can't share our dick-sucking techniques. That's what it comes down to. That's exactly. Too, that's my point. It. That's yeah. how I get into relationships. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we don't want those secrets out. But no, seriously, question of the week, what's your dick-sucking technique? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that later. (laughs) For the time being, it's time for... I liked that song before. There are no new releases, uh, except for Kickbeat on Steam. The hell is that? I don't know. I, I asked Mike Grimm. I, I expected him to know yeah. because he knows what a dive kick is. I do. Right. And this looks like the same thing. I so. do as well. How dare you? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it's not. Uh, I mean, it's got a, a, a picture of a guy doing a kick, right, and its logo. So, um, so is it like a uh, rhythm game where the guy kicks? Taking a while is it like uh, the War Z ripoff of the Daisy, but the kick beat kickoff? God, I sure kick hope beat so. Of, of dive kick beat kickoff? Just, just tell me when it was greenlit and we can move on. It's a rhythm game fighting game hybrid for PlayStation 3 and Vita, says wow. Giant Bomb. I was right. Huh. Yes. I do have a Vita and a PlayStation 3. Is that like but a- I don't have $5 for this game. How much is this game? I don't know. Oh, wow. Look at that track list. I do think I'm I assuming s- it's several money. Well, what's the track list? Let's hear the track list. Uh, track list is uh, Pendulum, Self versus Self, Marilyn Manson, The Beautiful People, which would be pretty pretty awesome to... Uh-huh. You should really just skip to the end. Uh, okay. Uh, the end is Papa Roach Last Resort. Yes! Oh, boy! Also, Southpaw sh- Swagger, it's showtime. What the fuck is Southpaw <laughs> Swagger? Hey, uh, That's my dick-sucking technique. Thanks a lot! <laughs> the Southpaw Swagger. <laughs> Your signature move. And you say it's showtime yeah. before you go. <laughs> I say it's blow time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. good. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, yeah. so one, of my, uh, one of my favorite tweets of all time was, Cut my life into pieces. My name is also Bort. The... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about some games that came out last week that we didn't talk about because we weren't paying attention. Uh, one of them being Banner Saga, yes, which you've actually played, Mike. I have. It's good. Tell us about it. So I guess it's a Kickstarter game that was funded via uh, 
rubes with too much money in their pockets, is mm-hmm. how I would describe it. No, it's good. It's uh, Stoic Games, I guess it's people from Bioware. Um, it's a uh, turn-based strategy game. It's Viking, set in the Viking era. It's hand-drawn animation, so it's kind of nice looking. Only and, kind of? Uh, I mean... I mean, I don't, I don't pay Kickstarter money for anything more than really nice looking. Our initial, our initial goof joking was that it reminded us of the king from the CDI Zelda games, where, sure, <laughs> wow. I am off. <laughs> my but boy. It, my boy. It actually looks way better than that, but it is like everybody in the game is a big beardo with like a hood and wearing a robe. And there's like a special race. I think they're Vogue is the name of them, and they're like big dudes with like horns. Okay. So it's like very much in the realm of like Norwegian or like Norse high fantasy. So it's like you and you're fighting these guys called the Dredge who are kind of like these golem-ish mechanic people. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird blend of like turn-based strategy, like melee action where, you know, you've got your squad of people and you fight these dudes. Uh, an Oregon Trail style, like, I don't know, party mm-hmm. management thing where it's like you have this huge group of people that's like not all fighters. Like a lot of them are just civilians and you have to get from point A to point B mm-hmm. and choose when you camp and you run out of supplies. You run out of supplies and morale goes down. People start starving to death and you start getting, you know, given guff. But the thing I think that'll resonate with most people is that it's like a Mass Effect game or like any Bioware game because lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of dialogue and dialogue choices and actions that you have to take. Mm. And a lot of them sort of influence how people see you, who will join you, who goes away, who dies. Like you can make calls where you're just in the dialogue option. It's like, oh, that character that you leveled like seven times and is like your key guy, he's going to desert on you now because you made some decision that sucks or whatever. I had to like bring, uh, in exchange for beer. Uh-huh. I had to bring you a new mouse because you were clicking the wrong dialogue option. <laughs> yes, I had an old mouse that was breaking and it was sort of like double clicking on things. And I was clicking, through, you know, you just hammer through dialogue options. And it was like, go, go, go. And it was like, click next dialogue option. There was a choice and it would click at the immediate first thing. So it was just like, kill all of the orphans. I was like, no! I don't want to kill most of them, not all, <laughs> not all of them. They're going to slow me down. That's why you got to be Really friends. decimate the orphans. <laughs> kill every tenth Leave one. Leave them crippled so the dredge will have something to chew on before they come after us. It'll slow down the dredge. Yeah, it's good thinking. We have to save a few oh. orphans so they can tell of my uh, wrath. To the future orphans. Yeah. But and actually, you just wanted to watch Orphan Black, the latest episode. Because, yes. I mean... Who uh, I mean, what acting. Really snubbed there at the Golden Globes, but... Uh, the hell is that? Orphan Black? Huh? Oh, it's an okay show. Huh? Okay. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I think this game's high point is basically, it's got really nice hand-drawn stuff, and the the writing is pretty good. It's real quiet. It, they put a lot of effort into it, and it really shows. Because it's like, you play a lot of games, and it's like... Oh man, I can't believe it! And it's like, uh huh. This game, it's like, he gazed upon the icy rocks of Kragnar and said, Sklorshakor, my father's legacy will be carried on. And it's like, and then he said, I cannot believe it! Yes, that's what he said. <laughs> but no, it's, yes! there's a lot of effort, there's a lot of flavor text and lore and stuff, and it's all pretty well done. So hmm. if you're into that, I'd recommend it. If not, maybe wait for a steam sale because it's 25 bucks right now which is kind of on the steep end it is a little bit steep yeah uh, it'll be like it'll be like negative 899 you'll get 400 trading cards for free yeah. if you don't want to <laughs> also in in a similar price range is broken age uh for those of you who didn't pay for the Kickstarter. I paid a hundred. You so, paid a hundred. Yeah, wow, certainly more than that. You really wanted the fuck out of that game. He was like, I he did. wanted to show Tim Schafer's technique. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> that was the prize. Yeah. <laughs> it starts with giving a hundred bucks. All right, yeah, that's clue number one of the Southpaw South Swagger. Yeah. Backer <laughs> comment: It's blow time. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim Schafer was politely declined. I feel like I'm learning so much here. Yeah, um, it just that was back when they like. 
like overdid it in terms of the physical rewards, mm-hmm. and I mean physical rewards. Oh, no, a like, night with Tim Schafer. But like out of that, a I romantic got, uh, night. Yeah, uh, yeah, you had to limber up yeah. for the stretch goals. Yeah. No, but compare like a one hundred dollar stretch Thank goal. A one, no, sorry, a one hundred dollar tier for a, a Kickstarter now compared to when they first announced. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, when it was a double fun adventure. I got a T-shirt, a poster, and I'm supposed to get a Blu-ray, like copy of the game when it comes out. No. Even though I won't even be playing that because both co- yeah, both halves will come you. out on Steam. Mm. Well, for a hundred bucks, that's like. So, have you played through it? No, I haven't. See, that's the Whoops. thing. Like, I, I, I have back stuff on Kickstarter, and I just delete every update email I yeah. get, <laughs> and I like, have completely forgotten what I backed I, or why. Yeah. I've only kickstarted one game, and it's Barkley Two. <laughs> I was reminded that I kickstarted that retro magazine. Like, oh shit, man! But it's just funny. Like, all <laughs> will I be getting that soon? All these months later, it's just like, did you? So you spent a hundred dollars on it to make it happen? Did you immediately just jump in there? And, no, no, I just kind of like. Well, I mean, I'm gonna play it. I but downloaded I got this it on backlog. Steam. I can play it any time. I got a big now. backlog, yeah. right? Yeah. Henry was. It's gonna be at least an hour in the bathroom. I was talking to Henry about. Um, I forgot the name of it is because it's the most generically titled game I've ever heard of. But it's the guy that did a Vagrant Story and Final Fantasy Tactics. Is that Bravely Default? No, it's no. Uh, Guardian Saga, the Unsung Guardian Saga, or it's like. You could not come up with a more generic title if you wanted to, but no, it's basically okay. it, the Kickstarter opened like last week. It's the Southpaw Swagger Saga. <laughs> Southpaw hey, Swagger Saga. Tripped on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Henry was uh, basically saying, "Oh yeah, you should you should," and it looks good. It looks like a good game. I like Vagrant Story Final Tactics a lot. But he was just like he. I think he he full, he gave his hand out. He revealed his hand when he said. I would just give the Japanese guy that's in charge of it, his name. I forget. I would just like to hand him twenty dollars in person. It's just like eh, I could see that urge because I guess this guy had a nervous breakdown and sort of oh, fell out of the game industry for a minute. Oh, wow! But yeah, he's back with this thing. I forget the name of it, but it looks good. Guardian looks good. Saga, Saga of the Guardians, Untold Guardians Guardian Crusade, of the Guardian Man, of Gahul, the Owls. Of, 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 Jesus Christ! <laughs> I still gotta watch Gahul, man. <laughs> no, you but, don't. Broken Age, but Broken mm-hmm. Age, yes. yeah. Point and click adventure. Uh, I, we just published our review. I, sh- I need. I am going to review it for Mac Life, but I haven't started on it yet. There was so. um, it was kind of a funny situation where they tried to set a review embargo. Hmm. Yeah, it was weird when it went out to backers, but it kind of had to apply to backers too. So there were like no formal reviews, even from you guys. And then they very quickly went like, "Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. The whole <laughs> press publisher relationship doesn't work in this case. Mm-hmm. Just post your reviews." So then like, got that email and it's like, "Crap." Got a post review now. We had it written, and uh, our guy, uh, who's a huge adventure game fan, like ridiculous, does like a weekly column for us where he every Saturday, Saturday crapshoot, where he just goes and plays usually an old adventure game, Amnesia, and talks about it. Or no, uh, never mind. An old adventure game, more like Slamnesia. Whoa, it's like the same it, game with pro wrestlers. <laughs> uh, he liked it. I think you know the score was in the eighties. He said like it's. Charming. Has he played Hugo's House of Horror? Of course he has. Yeah, well acted. This is Richard Cobbett, by the way. He's a fantastic fellow. Does he spell color with a U? Uh, yes. Yes. Does yeah. he pronounce you it Kalur? <laughs> you knew that was a British name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he liked it. He said it's like charming, great acting. Fun, good story. Puzzles are very easy, so you're not going to be challenged in any way. Yeah, there was like an, an open letter from Tim Schafer that came with the, the Steam code that was like, 
uh, this is an old school game. You will get stuck, like stuck, stuck. And I mean, granted, like the puzzles aren't challenging. Is coming from a guy who has played every adventure game there is, every Lucas Arts mm. game multiple times. Like, if he's not challenged. It may also partially be because he's just really good at these games. I would love to give a guy like that like a logic puzzle because it's like adventure games are traditionally known for having the yeah. least logical yeah, yeah. progression things. Like, <laughs> here's these. Here's a assorted pile of shit. It's like what wait, can you do? And it's yeah. like oh clearly I put the fucking yeah. chewed gum on the stick <laughs> and attach it to the fishing net yeah. and then bring the golem to life by but, shoving that up its ass. What's the really dumb King's Quest Five one? It's like there's a pie near the beginning of the game and if you don't steal it. Then you won't have anything to attack the Yeti no, 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 no. late in the game. Oh, yes, there's that, where you hit the Yeti with the pie. There's also yes. the thing where the cat shows up to eat the rat, and unless you throw the boot at the cat, then the rat will not chew through your ropes later to save you, and you'll automatically get a fail. But, but you, oh, give cool. them a, you give them a puzzle that's like meant to actually be solved through deduction by yes. a kindergartner. And, and he's like, just, I have no idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just a square hole and like a square block, and he's like, it doesn't make any sense. Where's the anything. chewing gum? Goddamn sense. <laughs> Okay. Hey, all right, you got to get the carp and you got to use the fish smell <laughs> to attract the dogs to get the pig and the. I don't. Use fish smell on unicycle. Yeah. <laughs> and the unicycle will put the square peg into the square oh, hole yes, for me. Exactly. So we're in kind of a weird period with this where, like, if you backed it on Kickstarter, you have had this for a week. If you didn't back it, uh, you will not be able to buy it for a week. I mean, you can buy it, but you won't get it. That, this it comes me, out on the 28th. Technically not buying it because it's Steam Early Access. Well, you do buy it. Oh, well, no. I mean, right. but you don't you're, have You're, you're exchanging yet. money for it. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting part one, and part two will come as a free update. So mm-hmm. when you buy Broken Age on Steam, you're getting both parts. Part two just isn't out yet because after greatly exceeding their Kickstarter goal, they ran out of money halfway through. Oops. Yeah. Poor planning there, I guess. Schaefer I don't just know. loves caviar and uh, Christelle. <laughs> you know, I know. Uh, you know all, all the money we were eating out of those bowls, we actually ate. <laughs> that wasn't just a photo op. I actually wanted to all see how hundred dollar bills would digest. All these t-shirts and Blu-rays, Dave Redden demanded, just yep. torpedoed our whole budget. I did know? so many returns on the t-shirts. I'm like. God doesn't feel right. <laughs> Tag hurts on this one. Uh, you blew like six million dollars just alone <laughs> on t-shirt returns. Do you have like a large and a half? <laughs> <laughs> you have like an extra, extra, extra medium. Yeah. <laughs> See, this shirt's kind of a lowercase t. I was looking for an uppercase t-shirt. I'm to shave pulling his beard out. Run, dude. Do you do you have a baby doll shirt for men? <laughs> Uh, like a baby Ken doll shirt? <laughs> that that uh, joke extra, was supposed to go over better than it did. Extra baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> um, another another release that uh, came out well before this show, but uh, none of us really talked about before, was Metal Gear Rising hitting PC. I think we briefly mentioned it, and we yeah. talked a little bit about yeah. Metal Gear Rising, but you discovered it for the first time, yes. apparently, now that it's on PC, it was, and... You fucking loved it. I haven't discovered it yet. I Tell quite me. It. Yes. Uh, it was basically on Steam sale over the winter break, and the pre-order was on Steam sale. So it was like, I think, 19 bucks. So I was like, sure. Wow. That's the perfect price. And then, yes. yeah, and then it came out at like on the 15th or something. Or no, before that, the 12th. Anyway, earlier this week. And I played through the whole thing in like two, three days, because it was just like, hey, I love Platinum. I'm a huge Platinum fanboy. I think they make great stuff. It's incredibly problematic, and it does not explain things, and it's bad. But this game was, I enjoyed it. 
It was, you know, you play as Raiden. You go around slashing shit out of stuff. Uh, I think the gameplay is pretty tight. You slash it in slow motion and pull out its guts and squeeze them to make your energy better. You do, yes. yes. Uh, you have a carbon fiber jaw and a face uh-huh. mask, and it's like just the most unrepentantly anime bullshit I've played in a <laughs> long time. And it's just, you just run around slashing stuff, you kill goons, there's like goons that can block, you learn to get around them and unblock them. But basically, yeah, it just came down to, it looks nice. Oh, also, let me give you a little tale. Okay. So classic PC gaming bullshit. It's a Japanese port for a PC game, so automatically you factor in, I'm going to be dicking around for hours before I actually play this game. Yeah, right. Some guy on NeoGAF has uh, uh, made a resolution hack in order yes. to play it. At- that guy is kind of a genius, yeah. yeah uh, so basically the way this works is that what I figured out what happened is, okay, I started the game up and I start the game, it's like it's running in windowed mode, and I'm like, okay, you put it to full screen and it's like, okay, you strange a resolution to the regular size of your screen, and the game crashes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I start a couple more times. I get it to run in actual like size of my screen. And it puts an overscan border around the edge of the whole thing. So it's not actually full screen. I'm like, okay, fuck that. How do I fix this? And basically what it comes down to is with ATI graphics cards or, a, or yeah. AMD. ARP. With, with yeah. AMD graphics cards as opposed to NVIDIA graphics cards, it basically sends a signal that says, oh, this is the console game, so we think that your monitor is an NTSC yeah. HDTV. <laughs> wow. So it fucks up the refresh rate, so you try and play it on your monitor on your computer, and it doesn't work. And it the, it starts flickering and looks like shit, and then eventually crashes. So basically, I had to download this third-party thing that runs the executable outside of Steam, mm-hmm. and it works perfectly. <laughs> so, you know, that's two hours out of my life, and that's the prologue to the game that I think is the PC exclusive. <laughs> that's PC gaming. That's, that's Kojima continuing yeah. to troll you. Yeah. 360 yeah. players and PS3 <laughs> players will never get to experience yeah. that. Right, you know? That's exclusive The real content. prologue to Rising. Yeah, but no, dangerous. it looked good. It was really fun. I liked the gameplay a lot. I enjoyed it thoroughly all the way through. The ending is one of the most batshit things I've ever experienced in a video game, including Pseudo-51's bullshit. It's so mm. nonsensical and retarded and... Yeah, I don't know. It's, Is there any nudity? No nudity. I don't. It's, ah. the, I mean, technically, girl... Raiden is naked through the entire thing since it's yeah. just his robot body. Yeah, and his sword is actually samurai sword is actually his dick. Yes, it's like nine to ten feet long. Mm-hmm. It's floppy. I think the only nudity you get is Courtney's uh, boobs pushed up against herself on Codex, mm. and that's pretty. And she's you know a twenty-three year old girl from the U.S. Mm. Right. Yeah. Thank you, Kojima. Also, I liked how there was the. Uh, AV models plastered on the walls with like caution tape over their boobs. You could Classy. cut the tape. Could you? I think you can. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I missed a jerk off experience. <laughs> yeah, uh, cut the tape is my dick sucking technique. Mm. Uh, cut the tape is also my favorite iOS game. <laughs> cut the tape. <laughs> you, you just you're just the mayor, and you just like appear at the openings uh-huh. of things. And you, you cut the tape over a tiny lizard's boobs, and they flop out, and then you get three stars. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I did like how you could... It's so easy to screen cap when you're playing on a PC, and that was my favorite thing about this game, where it was like, holy shit, that's stupid, F12, F12. Yeah. So I got a nice collection of dumb fucking yeah. anime bullshit from that game, and yeah, quite fun. Hmm. Last boss, yeah, it's worth it for that. I know you guys were frustrated by it because the gameplay can be uh, convoluted at times. All about well, I, what I was telling you earlier, for me, uh, the monsoon boss is like, yes. that's the watershed moment in which like everything before that was great, everything after that sucks. Yeah. Every yeah. boss battle is not fun, mm. more or less. 
The first few boss battles are pretty fun. I like I just like killing the rank and file characters in that game is super fun. Yeah. Like sliding underneath somebody and like slicing them and pulling out their guts in one yeah. motion. Yeah. That's awesome. But then when you gotta fight the dude with the shield, the giant shield, the guy whose arms come apart and the last boss That's a girl. Is super Oh, well, the, the, and you might be thinking of Monsoon because he his entire body comes. Yeah, apart. that's what I was talking yeah, about. But, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. there's the, the girl with like limbs. all the, the extra Mistral, arms. Yeah, yeah Mistral. Yeah. But it's still, a, she was a fun boss, yeah. I thought. Yeah, she was okay. But everyone else after that, eh, not so much. And when you consider Metal Gear's history of having amazing boss battles, yeah, it just that like Revengeance's bosses are just they look cool. But they're just most of them are not. It fun weirded to me interact out. With. It weirded me out too. Like in that respect, where the stealth was so bad in the game, where there was optional stealth sections, and it yeah. was just like you really have no HUD with like cones of vision or anything. So it's just like I don't fucking know. I'm just gonna go up and backstab as many people as I can before I get yeah. seen. So it's like, well, that's fine. There's I guess. still boxes though. That's kind of nice. yeah, yeah. The boxes and the world drums, and I mean. That whole thing with, like, the mariachi poncho. Ah, yes. And that kid, he's not from Mexico. He's from, like, Ghana or something. So he has that weird taco. Yeah, he talks, like, with a really weird he accent. He talks with a really weird accent, but he's clearly, like, nine years old, and he's voiced by a 35-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I remember complaining about talk- that when the game came out. I was like, Every- this is so yeah. weird. Every time he talks, I was just <laughs> chuckling to myself. You can tell because his first reference is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. <laughs> go, Ninja, go. That's right. <laughs> That's good, Dave. <laughs> but yeah, uh, maybe wait for a Steam sale, but definitely worth picking up if you know if you've got an NVIDIA card. If yeah. you've got the uh, ATI card, yeah, uh, don't bother. Uh, or download Radeon Pro, because that's what I use, and it fixes mm. it almost instantly. Yeah, cool. Or enjoy a Metal Frank Geary, which is a great architect. Yeah. <laughs> if you're cultured like me and wanted to make that joke. So the for, Experience Music Project in Seattle. Yes. Yeah. A Metal <laughs> Frank Geary solid... <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I mean, it is solid, despite not really looking Guys, that Google way. that whole conversation if you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, that was right. stupid, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's continue. Not a lot of news to talk about this week. Uh, last weekend, there was this thing, uh, was it Awesome Games Done Quick, I think was the name of it. Uh-huh. And it was basically a huge sort of collective of speedrunners, and they played all these games, and they raised over a million dollars on Steam over, I think, like five or six days. And it was just this kind of like 24-7 non-stop speedrun thing. Faster. It's pretty great. <laughs> I can't do any faster than this. They're better than I am, Michael. I can't <laughs> hack my words through the microphone. You're the best gamer here. <laughs> I heard... Shut up, Dave <laughs> They did a Super Metroid... They did like a. They did a race. Yeah, yeah, they did a four-player race. They did a race to Super Metroid. They did a race to Super Metroid where they tried to over their place, going against the other, and they want to see which one could be there first. Which one is going to be early? Which Micro Machines from Gloom. From Gloom. But yeah, that was last weekend. That was actually pretty awesome. And I mean, I'm not going to discredit the uh, creepy factor of some of it because everyone that does it is pretty cool and neat. But the number of times I turned in there was just basically. Six dudes sitting in chairs clutching, like, Sonic plushies, watching a guy play uh, Zelda for six hours. And I was like, eh, it's a little unusual, but, you know. Yeah, hey. But they raised over a million dollars for cancer, which is more than I've ever done with my whole life, so yeah. fuck me. Yeah, you know? good point. Look, I do yeah. much, uh, enough clutching of uh, Sonic plushies at home. I don't want to watch it on a live stream. Right, you know? It's yeah. like, hey. <laughs> Actually, I changed my mind. Clutching the Sonic plushie is my dick-sucking uh, technique. Yes. <laughs> 
do you want to talk about any other news? Because I can rattle off things. Um, the uh, Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes uh, achievements were leaked. Oh, I neat. What are they? Spoiler. Oh wait, no, no, not what are they? You can't read those, Michael. Can't I? Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Dave Redman, seriously, like, no, no, no. No. It's the Lolly Luli Low Platinum. Okay, wait, read one that doesn't sound spoilery. Okay, okay. Just one juicy one that spoils the ending for Dave. If okay. it spoils it, yeah, just keep it to yourself. Oh, uh, Ryden that's, dies. Uh, <laughs> that, that's my dick sucking technique, the Lolly Luli Low. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one. Once here's you get one. to the Lou, I'm already done, though. <laughs> like, you never I even get to the Low with me. I keep going on. <laughs> Well, not many of them. I am just transfixed by the uh, xboxachievements.com sidebar ad. That's a bottle. If you scroll up, it's a baby bottle that's... It uh, says, did you know if your car is over three years old, insurance companies hope you don't know this ridiculously easy trick. I swear to God, when you scrolled by before, it was like <laughs> protracting and then extending. And did it look like an erect penis? Uh, yeah, there was there was there was also a. Uh, uh, I will reveal one oh, achievement. Do it, do it. Information obtained all cassette tapes. Oh, spoiler! There are cassette tapes. For hipster bullshit. I, oh, I was going to be. Man. I got the new Waves cassette EP. What is this yeah, set yeah. in the seventies? Oh wait, yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> or possibly sixties. I forget. When's Peace Walker set again? Yeah. Yeah. Snake gets all of his missions a la Inspector Gadget where he's uh-huh. uh, told it and then he has to throw away the tape because it self-destructs and then he throws it into where the chief is. Uh-huh. I'll he's get like, you next that, time, yes. Pliskin. <laughs> go, go, snake dick-sucking technique. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, another news-related-ish thing. A new trailer for Dark Souls 2 came out. Oh, it two days ago, yes. Uh, cursed, I believe it is. Mm. Uh, it's as depressing and uh, self-defeating as you would yeah. imagine. Grim, I love that uh, you love this game, and yet you admit like how bleak it is. It is. That's yeah. why I like it. I ah. mean, you like it because of the bleakness. I mean, I like it for several reasons. The gameplay mechanics are Only great. Several. Yeah, but I mean, it treats you as a piece of shit. It's like everybody, every game you play, it's like you. You're sort of treated as like a demigod. You're treated as like the second coming of Christ, except you've got like a fucking assault machine gun that tears people up. And it's like nice. this game, it's like you have to scrabble just to beat normal dudes. And it's like that's what makes it interesting. I mean, several things make it cool to me, but that yeah. is just one Which of Which is why you played the trailer on repeat on a projector onto your nude body. On my nude body, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Also, I while you were eating out of a dog food dish, and I was practicing my la la lily You're a McConaughey and true detective. I just realized. <laughs> like, I am a pessimist. I mean, I, I believe human human consciousness well, it, was. A it, it elevates your accomplishments in the game so much, though. When you're presented in a world that hates you, everybody in that world wants you dead, and it's like just to survive. It's like yes, that's the accomplishment. Well, I do. I do like that hopelessness is something this series does really well. Like even yeah. even like. The opening cutscene of Demon Souls. Like I remember, just like you're you're watching the stand-in for the player character get killed over and over again, yes. and then like at the end, this gigantic fucking dragon with like three sets of jaws comes up out of the ground, and you realize like I'm a tiny little man in armor. How the fuck am I going to yeah. fight that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing about this trailer too. Is that it's like it's one of these things where you have the dark sign, which is basically it condemns you to die over and over again because it's like you die and you're brought back to life and it's like 
on paper, that sounds like an awesome like mutant ability or some cool stuff, but in practice, it's awful because you're going to be a horrible, flaccid wiener in this horrible world of monsters who just gets killed over and over again. And I mean, you could make your you know your sub dom argument there, and that's acceptable. But yeah, 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 yeah. But no, depending on your dick sucking technique, you can do good in this world. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, what other uh. news? SimCity's getting an offline mode. Yeah, finally. Wow, really? Yeah. Dang. It's and then, called Super like, Nintendo. And they kind of like posted this like pity me like blog post about how that took them six months to do. Like, I don't you breathe launched it was broken and like, yes! I'm not gonna feel bad for you <laughs> because you had to spend all this time making the offline mode everyone asked for. Anyway. But I am excited. That is good news, ultimately. I cannot believe it. I can't either. <laughs> I might actually log into Origin. And I, mean, I, I, I never thought I'd say that. Um, I mean, I don't also, have to join my best... little town with other people. I can just have an independent, tiny community that won't survive. <laughs> There's a Rambo game. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that earlier, but it's apparently only UK only. Which no means way. It's, no, it isn't. Isn't it? Well, what did we write about I it? <laughs> did I say write about? I said I meant talk about. We talked about it before no, no, the break I mean, or during I the break. I sadly have looked up like I've tried to find information on Amazon or GameStop or Best Buy like to see whether it's coming out in America and nothing. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like when an a on game, rails Rambo game yeah. based when on a, the first three films. When a game flies that low under the radar, it's yeah. probably terrible. Well, it's Rambo because he's invading the Vietnam base. Yeah. Also, That's it's why. like, uh, I understand how you could do some of those films, but um, I don't know about a game about PTSD. It just doesn't seem like it's going to work. Is that what it's about? Well, I mean, it... Press it, X to resist PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> or PTSD. I, it's based. It's based on the first three movies. Hmm. Hey, wasn't the third one about siding with uh, the Taliban? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Like, first Spoiler one. alert, Dave Redden. <laughs> the Taliban have the rights to Rambo now. Uh-oh. Man, I would love to see if this was just the ultimate like fuck you, and it turns out this is the new Metal Gear game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, First Blood, right? First Blood Two, you could do. Yeah. Uh, first Blood uh-huh. is is really about. PTSD, that's, like that's when you get the first kill in League of Legends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's correct. You're yes. the only PC gamer here, Tyler. Laugh at my joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I really do hope they put this out in America, though, because let's not talk about this. They right put out an Expendables game yeah, they that did. I yeah, they did. that I reviewed, Ugh. and uh, that Walking Dead game, not the Telltale one, the Activision, uh, the Activision one, one which I uh. also reviewed. Man, they eat all, shit 24-7. Yeah. That's, what, that's called? my own Walking Dark Dead Souls. Shitbag Patrol or yes. something? Shitbag Patrol. <laughs> that's why Dark Souls is playing these shitty licensed games that I somehow want I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Hmm. I'm saying it's semi-Rambo. I'll play it. Well, we've also got the yeah. Robocop game that came out this week, too, right? Uh, it came out last week. Last week. The week before, possibly, for iOS. This is the uh, new Robocop. Yes. The, the Paul Verhoeven the Robocop. black suit Robocop. Who's directing this? Um, Some guy? I don't know. Okay. Where's my Lobocop game? Oh, Bring Robo back Cop. Robo Lobo. <laughs> 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 the trailers where he's in the silver suit but then when he's in the black suit I immediately turn hostile because I'm a huge nerd who 
feels yeah. a sense of ownership over <laughs> the bodies of male characters. Yeah, I created RoboCop. <laughs> You're like a reverse oh, Brett Elston because he likes. Uh, it's uh, Jose Padilla. Ah. Uh, Padilla, maybe Padilla. I don't know. It's it's spelled L H, and I am not sure how that's pronounced. It's spelled L H. Padilla. Did they anglicize his name? Oh no, is it? I don't know. Maybe what is he directed else. Look, you know what? Also, it's Padilla. Padilla. Yeah. Peter. Jose Peterman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to America. Uh, Let's uh, see. What else has he done? Robo. Next on Movie Game Apocalypse. Chibi <laughs> Robo. It's Chibi Robo. The movie. Chibi Robo came out too this week. Last yeah. week. I know that because I got some uh, Street Pass puzzle pieces Wait, did, it, did some version of that really come out? Yes, or? there's a new Chibi Robo game on 3DS. Oh, God. You it's like joking. a camera-based game. Previous uh, movie before RoboCop by this director, Elite Squad, The Enemy Within. Oh, boy. That sounds <laughs> abominable. Se- 2010 sequel to the 2007 movie, Look, I'm, Elite I'm, Squad. I'm, oh, no. I'm trying to like anything. Enemy if you'd like yeah. to watch Elite Squad, <laughs> press go. 4. <laughs> I'm trying to like anything with you the name Enemy Within. You pressed 0. <laughs> Man, how did he get a... Whatever. There should be an XCOM movie, though. That would be cool. Yeah. It's about all of your friends dying. Right? <laughs> yeah. You have to put on a special headset where it customizes all the characters' I, names to your friends in your life. Michael Rapares, no! <laughs> I did like during the Golden Globes that they actually, actually introduced an actress as like, and starring in Warcraft, it's... Oh, Whatever wow. her name oh, really? is. Yeah, and it's like, oh, so... Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. Probably. It might have been. There I don't think so, though. No, it was somebody else. It was somebody I didn't know. Mitzi Gaynor. <laughs> Maybe. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. <laughs> but I can't She plays up. Arthas. <laughs> I can't Dang wait Judy to be Dench. standing outside the theater with you guys for that Warcraft movie just uh, to see all the people in costume. Yeah, and like, yeah. Oh, my God. I wasn't planning to go, but now that you say that, no, it's like... Going. It might be Opening worth going night, just we're to going. see that. Yeah. Who's the guy from... Uh, b- 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 Kevin Spacey as Thrall. <laughs> Horde Warlord. Horde Lord. Horde Lord. Horde Lord, 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 Lord. I hope someone, like, role-plays the movie in Warcraft and World of Warcraft after it's out. That's pretty true. Uh, funny story. My friend actually got back into Warcraft. He named his character, I think, like, Flamin' Hot or some stuff. <laughs> after the Cheetos. Yeah. And he gave these, like, a troll with, like, a red mohawk. Uh-huh. He was on an RP server. So every time he showed up in an inn and there were people having conversations, they were like, please leave Flamin' Hot. You're not welcome here. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why can't he RP as a Cheeto? <laughs> well, just um, going back to the RoboCop game, uh, currently is sitting at a 65 Metascore. Mm. And uh, the site of record, 3D Juegos, uh, who gave it a 70. What do they say in Spanish, Michael? Es muy bueno. Uh, a generic but somewhat engaging third-person <laughs> shooter in the vein of Gears of War, but without the bells and whistles. That's it's a terrible. As somebody who was raised by a person with a thick Spanish accent, that's a terrible accent. <laughs> yeah. Please don't anybody imitate that. Do they that. use the term bells and whistles in in uh, Mexico or Spain? Wouldn't um, it be a mariachi? Uh, <laughs> mariachi no. maracas? Yeah. I, I went way too far with this racist. Yeah, uh, yeah wouldn't it wouldn't it have been... Uh, uh, who were the guys that developed this game? Was it Adiaga? Uh, Bariaga, Bariaga 2, and Pizzozza. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell are you saying? It's, it's Glue Games. Glue Games. Okay, sorry, sorry. I had that confused. Yeah. Yep. 
Uh, let's see if Speaking I Speaking of glue, I feel the glue is coming apart at the seams. <laughs> <laughs> let's move on to the question of the week, if we can, please. Oh, fine. I wanted to talk more about the RoboCop game and read from the 3D Juegos review. <laughs> El sistema de control no nos ofrece demasiados impedimentos para disfrutar de la acción. Y es que el manejo es bastante simple y funciona bien, sobre todo a la hora de apuntar y disparar, gozando de un, una precis, precisión más que considerable. You know ¡Alberto del Río! We found it. We found the Roger Urbito of games journalism. <laughs> Roger Urbito. <laughs> What? Uh, that was the Citizen Kane. Oh, right. That's a callback to the conversation the listeners didn't hear. That was off. Yeah. <laughs> I think you meant hey, uh, Roger, Roger Eberto. It does raise the question, ¿Es juegos arte? <laughs> or no. <laughs> Los juegos son magníficos o no? <laughs> no. Next guys, guys, this isn't racist because of Michael's last name. Mm. So Also, I mm. speak shitty level Spanish. Right, I took like classes. I took three years of Spanish, and I don't even think I got the sentence. And I tried. Games and I, are. I respect. I respect. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. Well, what, what I will translate what I just said. The system of control does not offer uh, too many impediments to enjoy the action. Uh, and... Es que el manejo es bastante... And it's because the uh, controls are uh, especially simple and work well uh, on top of everything. Uh, who cares? Shut that up. is really terrible Shut up, writing. Michael. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're Google Translate. <laughs> no, that's that's Michael's brain translating. Oh, okay. I guess I said... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I bet the writer is terrible, too. Yeah, go to michael.com slash translate mm-hmm. for the latest reviews <laughs> from um, 3D Juegos. Of Robocop on 3D yeah. Juegos. Which is certainly higher than like 3D Juegos is like six tier dude <laughs> to review. <laughs> 3D Juegos. I wonder if that's actually pronounced 3D. 3D Juegos? Yeah. yeah. That actually kind of flips my worldview on its head, Michael, because I've I never considered it. Because <laughs> you've been saying 3D Juegos for like the last eight years. Yeah. Because it comes true. up in every search. Trace it, it does. It's on every single Metacritic thing. No, and they, it's, they it's had, always like I, near the top. I mean, to be honest, I'm really interested in like non English language games hmm. criticism. That's like, probably a good I literally site. never read it. So I would love to see what like somebody there who's from couple, like Israel. So you're really interested in it. That's why you never read it. Oh, I mean, I read the uh, glib the glib translations on uh, Metacritic about it. Ah, yes, okay. Right. But, yeah, uh, like... there's a, a couple Italian sites that I end up on. And oh yeah, like, like GamesRadar.it. <laughs> Does that still exist? <laughs> Probably. I read my own articles and jerk off to it in Italian. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, my yes, own sounds so sexy in this language. <laughs> Like every now and then, <laughs> I'll see the cover of like the Swedish version of PC Gamer or something, and it'll be, it'll be incredible because it's like our PC articles. Gamer. That's my joke. <laughs> every <laughs> issue has Marcus Persson on the front cover. <laughs> yeah. It'll just like Dice Company of the Year for the tenth consecutive year. It goes all over the world and like Mirror's Edge Two. Why can't we stop putting <laughs> it on the cover? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is actually um, written by Marcus. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's all the editorial, all the reviews. Battlefield Four, ten out of ten. <laughs> I just call him Marcus because I never remember how to pronounce his last name. Passion, uh, you, should, you should be like, I believe, Passion. 
I, it's spelled person, but I believe yeah. it's passion. You know? I don't know. Yeah, good to know. That makes it so much more you, romantic when you interview. You, you don't just want to call him. You say say like, uh, yeah, I call him Marcus because we hang. We're bros. Yeah, I mean we've yeah. we've hung before. I've been Me to his dog. to his villa in the mountains. You know, I chilled at a couple of his parties, uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. We we uh, we I went I went out in limo with him. We rounded up some bums and made him fight in his backyard. Yeah. Not me. Read my ethics policy on bortsjorts.blogspot. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to get integrity tattooed on the back of my neck, so that uh, when I turn down those PR goons, they can see it as I walk away. <laughs> Jesus, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, like a leather trench coat with it, like Letterman embossed in the back. <laughs> integrity. Integrity. <laughs> If you accept it, you can never turn your back to them. <laughs> if I if I uh, if I do that, I can never be on this podcast. <laughs> Talk like I do. Well, right if, now. if reading uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo and its sequels has taught me anything, it's that the only thing that the Swedes value more highly than bum fights is Billy's pan pizza and uh, Apple MacBook G4 computers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. light up keyboards that are described in detail. Mm. Those are important. I didn't see that in the uh, <laughs> films. Uh, <laughs> but you would have read it in the book. Yeah, Billy's Pan Pizza. It's in si- every single scene where somebody eats a meal. Wow. Okay. I mostly mean, mostly Elizabeth Salander. That's her brand. Well, she is kind of a dirtbag that does nothing but drink Diet Coke and eat pizza. That's kind of the no point. No offense, Tyler Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> that is all I do. <laughs> Seriously, my desk has like 25 Diet Coke cans on it right now. You really didn't need to elaborate, although that's absolutely true. (laughs) And it has had for as long as I've known you, so I think pretty sure some of them are growing mold. No, plus there are coffee cups with mold in them. When we had, yeah, so so even the non-disposable coffee cups, you let them sit around and gather mold, because I remember you did that with the paper coffee cups, and it was fucking gross. Oh, yeah, and those you can just throw away. Yeah, but you didn't. You had like a literally half full thing with the skin of mold on top. Yeah, this is how. This is how and now lived. we have Coke Zero in the office, and you haven't even changed over. Coke Dude, Zero's why disgusting. would you ever change over to Coke Zero? That's Fuck disgusting. you, Dave Get out of my house. That's what Tyler Scott Pilgrim drinks. Ugh. Get uh, out. Uh, Coke no. Zero? Yeah. That is not, a, that is not an analog. That is not a replacement. Sick. Coke because Zero is fucking gross, and Diet Coke <laughs> is way better. No, it's not. Coke Zero oh tastes my like God. Take, Coke Zero tastes like battery acid. I'm going to RKO Dave Rudden through the podcast table right <laughs> now. Fucking... Question of the week. Coke Zero or Diet Coke? Yeah! Not <laughs> even a question. Coke Diet Zero. Coke. Diet Coke. <laughs> Cage match. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so let's move on to our community segment. No, let's, I mean, like, thank God. God. Fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> last week's question of the week. What's your favorite ability-granting costume from a game? Super Giraffe was the first to answer on the forums. Something giraffe-related, right? He or she gets read first. Strangely, no. I really like the fully upgraded suit from Metroid. You really get a feeling of accomplishment from the incremental power-ups you get. Didn't include Metroid in the top five because it's not really a game about changing costumes so much as adding on armor, but yes, Samus's suit is... Fully upgraded, that is an awesome ability-granting costume. So, True. kudos to you. <laughs> I like when you turn into a little ball. Yeah, that's Good. the best. Good. Yeah. How do Metroid duck? Wait, how did that, how'd that go again? What Why the... can't Metroid crawl? Yes, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they just should call those co- the suits from now on. <laughs> the Why can't Metroid crawl suits? No, this is Metroid can crawl now suit. Oh, okay. Yep. 
Instead of the, it's the Morph Ball now. It used to be like the Maru Mari back in the day on the NES. All uh, right. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> but I did like that little chapter, if I can digress for a second, in Metroid no! Prime. In Metroid Prime, where you read like a data log by the Space Pirates, and they talk about like how they kept trying to replicate the Morph Ball technology and kept getting squished. They only wanted to do it so they could perform auto fellatio. That's true. That that Marilyn they Manson were style. they were pursuing the ultimate uh, <laughs> dick sucking, sucking technique. technique. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Yes. I, I really love this the thread that has unified <laughs> this entire segment. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd I'd make this the episode title, but I'm a little afraid. <laughs> SEO, you know, is dick sucking techniques. Yeah, I'm afraid it'll draw the wrong kind of SEO. And is there any wrong like, kind of SEO to be honest? Yeah, this isn't safe for work. Yeah, you know that's you know, it's it's filled with swearing, but you know. Oh yeah, as long guy, as it's not titled "dick sucking techniques," right. I can play to, it at work. Just really another tangent to the guy on Twitter who said he had to stop listening because Anne was swearing too much on the last episode. Why are you listening through your speakers at work? That seems dangerous. Well, why is it only Anne you notice swearing? Yeah, fuck dick balls shit. Yeah, yeah. dick also, fuck balls sh- cunt shit. Yeah. Yes. No, I like shit cunt. Shit cunt? <laughs> yeah. What would that be like? Uh, let's... How would it taste? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys didn't see like the shared thought bubble over uh, the table. Uh, okay, okay. Um, the correct answer is blueberry muffins. <laughs> <laughs> correct. We all came to that Cocktain conclusion. Cocktail dildo wiener? <laughs> Cocktail dildo wiener? Nice. Anyway, guys, I come just, on. Back to dick sucking I, <laughs> I just want to recommend enough. to that person that he invest in a pair of headphones. Mm. Because yeah, if you're generally, to it's podcasts, a good idea listening to podcasts at work, period. If yeah. you're afraid that somebody's well, going to get if you're not working, upset by foul maybe, language. Maybe he has to dismissively uh, get rid of his customers that are approaching him so he can't actually wear headphones. Right. Mm. So it's like. Hey, I'm listening to a podcast. I'm talking right now. They're talking about dick-sucking technique. I'm trying to take notes right now. Right. Get your own gordita, <laughs> you know turd what, though, lord. Like, I don't mean to sound rude. I appreciate that he's listening at work. I'm just offering suggestions. Right. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I you agree. Know, headphones. You could get some of those flesh-colored, like, secret service. Uh, 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 you know, ear monitors, ear monitors, and listen in there. The men who protect Barack Obama—that's how they listen to Vigigame Apocalypse (laughs) through these (laughs) flesh-colored headphones. That's what they're when they put their hand up against their ear. They're they're listening in hard for Michael's take on Uh, 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 Deadhead Fred. Yes, (laughs) it's very important, (laughs) Mr. President. I hate to be out of line, but what's your dick-sucking technique? There's a question (laughs) of the week I have to answer. (laughs) You guys make fun of Deadhead Fred, but if you'd ever played it, you'd be on the same page. I, I know. I won't argue. I know, and Obama agrees. It's so Metroidy. <laughs> well, uh, now why don't I you like guys the, uh, answer? You weren't on last stuff, week. Uh, swagger technique. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, that was my Barack Obama talking about. Dick what's the, getting back to the topic? What's your favorite ability granting costume? <laughs> the correct answer is Mario's raccoon tail. I re- I read one in the. Uh, the um, the comments thread on the uh, last episode of the podcast. I'm going to just blatantly steal it. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll credit the person later, but they okay. mentioned the um, uh, fuck in the De- fuck. In De- yes, that's yes, a great the costume. Fa- the fuck. No, in Dead Rising Three, there's a uh, combo weapon where you combine like a dragon mask with, with a flame claws. Yes, and you yes. F- and you fly like they're one like the strong attack for it is flying. So you like can literally like clothesline a bunch of zombies and uh, you just fly you also... through hordes of zombies with like a huge like Chinese dragon mask on and claw hands. Nice, and you just decapitate everyone. <laughs> it's so 
fun. Well, I wasn't why wasn't that in our top five? Whoever puts those together should be well, shocked. Well, see, the thing is, like... <laughs> I've been saying that for months. <laughs> most of the costumes that you put on in Dead Rising 3, they don't change anything, except they make you... They kind of troll the cutscenes. So it's like, you're talking about this uh, crazy zombie virus and how it's going to kill any, everybody, but your character is dressed up in pantyhose. Hmm. But this is the one costume that you put on where it's it's also a weapon, so you're wearing this dragon mask and you're clotheslining a right. dozen zombies at a time nice. with it. A um, couple questions that will be near and dear to Grimm's heart. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> please, Mr. Antises, my father, I'm Chris, says, I have to go with the toilet skin in Saints Row. Yes! 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 Which gave you the ability to turn normal cutscenes into the so dumb it hooks back around to ingenious. Agreed, in one hundred percent. That's absolutely one of my favorite skins of all time in any game. Yeah, you, you're literally an anthropomorphic. You're not even anthropomorphic. You're just a toilet whose mouth wiggles, and that's uh-huh. it. If you could smoke a cigar, that would be perfect. Ugh, if only just the cigar flapping between the toilet lid, <laughs> like. Ugh, yeah. yeah, that's absolutely oh, my man. favorite thing. I want to get a cigar and put it in my toilet right now. <laughs> uh, but if we are talking about non-ability granting costumes, there is a mod for Left 4 Dead 2 that just makes you a raptor. Yeah. And uh, Evan also had a mod that gave me a Hello Kitty skinned AK-47. <laughs> So I'm this fucking raptor running around with my tiny little arms holding a Hello Kitty AK, <laughs> and he's just he's just uh, he's just watching me and like recording video and laughing as I'm like killing zombies as this stupid ass raptor. That's pretty impressive. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Stabby Joe has one that I can't believe I forgot about. In the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, the Gray Fox's cowl allowed me to have a criminal alter ego that no matter how many crimes I committed, I could simply take it off out of sight and just blame the Gray Fox if the guards were after me. The bandana from Red Dead Redemption also had a similar effect. Oh, interesting. I fucking love that. Like, whenever I'm playing an Elder Scrolls game, I always do the Thieves Guild shit first. Uh So I, I did that and, like, got this cowl. And for the rest of the game, like, anytime I walk into a house, all I had to do was put it on, steal everything, and they'd, they'd like see me, they'd report me, attack, whatever, steal everything, run away, take it off, and I'm back to me again, and I have no criminal record. And it's like, almost like you're a Wall Street banker. Mm-hmm. Oh! Oh! Wow, that was a perfect note. It's good, right? Yeah. Except they don't have to take nothing off. Yeah. They go yeah. on my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a... They're back. It was a... Dango Mushi, who suggested the Mecha Dragon from Dead Rising Three. Hey, thank you for that. I wholesale. He is, he is correct. Stole your your idea for this, so thank you. Hmm. Lots of people said Metroid, unsurprisingly, or very different variations on Metroid costumes. Gravity suit and light suit says Five Ten Brother Panda. Uh, Jar just says Samus's suit in Super Metroid specifically. You feel so embiggened every time you find one of the upgrades. Excellent worst of the or excellent worst of history. How about your boat? Excellent <laughs> use of the word embiggened. Ah yes. Yeah. Uh, Darth Ender X says uh, Phazon suit for Metroid Prime. Um, yeah, let's scroll down a bit. Uh, if I can interject my opinion, please. Uh, mariachi suit from Revengeance because yeah. it gives you a sombrero <laughs> and a poncho. Nice. It doesn't change the gameplay. Anyway. Cool. But when I go into the barrel mode, I got a hat on top of me. That's pretty sweet. Hmm. Tagging out. <laughs> <laughs> See, somebody else want to read one? Sure. That iPad's around. too light. I can't hold it. I know. It's going to fly up and stick to the ceiling. 
Because this is a bus full of nuns, which is a great username. Cheers. Uh, the magic armor from Twilight Princess, because it runs on rupees. And I like the idea that using it means that you have so much money that others can't affect you in any way. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Also the, the money. So again, it's like you're a Wall Street banker. The S in bills was Allegory. a... Is that even a <laughs> thing, a sign. Wall Street banker? Like, aren't Wall Street people like... I mean, federal I reserve. mean, investment bankers. And then you've got like the stockbrokers and who cares? I don't know what people on Wall Street do. Shouldn't you, though? It just involves money. Shouldn't and you be more vigilant, Tyler? Shouldn't we all? You know what? I, we should be more vigilant Michael, in occasionally bombing. If you're not me. outraged, you're not paying attention. Hmm. But that's, like, actually true. No, well, maybe you could reverse that and say if you're not paying attention, you're not outraged. And you're also fine. Also true. <laughs> Man, you're, you're I can sell good. two kinds of bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> or even if, like, if you're outraged, you're probably not paying attention. You know what I, guys eat, what I eat for dinner every night? World peas. Because uh, I visualize it, uh, and it's over. You're if like I just wanted. visualizing world peace. World peace is over if you want it. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Fuck those peas, Tyler. <laughs> I will buy a realistic bear costumes. Says the naughty nightwear in Fallout Three. Hmm. It's a unique. That was pretty awesome. Clothing item that can be found in one of the underground stations that adds. Plus 10 speech and plus 1 luck. It also changes dramatically depending on the gender of the wearer. Hmm, it's hilarious once you realize that it's pretty much meant to be lingerie, even if it is just retextured pajamas. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's pretty much meant to be lingerie, even if it is just retextured pajamas, like describes well, every RPG. Yeah, like, it is lingerie if it's wearing. worn by a female character. If it's worn by a male character, then it's like, yeah, 50s pajamas. Like, uh... You know, uh, Ozzy Nelson would wear to bed, presumably. I had a girl that was really into, like, regular old 50s dude pajamas, so maybe it has a similar effect. Was she re- into regular old 50 dude, yeah. 50s dudes? I mean, I slicked my hair back, and I said, honey, I'm home, every time I came back from work. <laughs> She's like, be in your 50s, because you're from the 50s. Right, yeah. yeah. I came home in my Dodge Dart. It was great. Was <laughs> that um, a car in the 50s? No, 60s. Wow. I'm exposing myself here. I came home my Bel Air. Right. Nobody listened. Slain Puddle says, Game, Saints Row the Third. Costume, none. Ability, being fucking hilarious, especially when you play an obese fanboy that only talks in zombie. Uh, e, uh, Hyundai, mm-hmm. as in the car company, says, I'd, I'd have to go with Mom's Bra from Binding of Isaac. Because wearing my mom's bra is my favorite kind of dress-up. I like to feel pretty. Yeah. Uh, Sure. There you go. That response reminds me of uh, Tim and Eric's skit about uh, wearing your dad's socks. Mm. I haven't seen that one. Might be a good uh, song to... Tell me about it. Play... No, you can play it on break. I think before the... uh, After the first segment, you should play Detachable Penis. Because headless... Anyway... Uh, Cloven64 says Leon's Chicago gangster costume from Resident Evil 4 it gives you unlimited ammo for the Chicago typewriter machine gun and if you reload the gun several times in a row Leon tosses his fedora in the air like the sexy beast he is equipping the costume also puts Ashley in a full suit of medieval armor making her invincible you can fire machine sorry, you can fire machine machine gulps Yeah, machine... Big gulps. Okay. Uh, you can Another fire... Machine, technique. 
Machine gun bullets in her at her face all day, and the helmet visor jumps just pops down. That is actually pretty cool. Because hmm. uh, previous uh, Resident Evil games had some cool costumes, but they never did anything. I think <clears throat> that one guy in Nebraska who still listens to this says. The ultimate Spider-Man costume from the PS1 Spider-Man game that let you have unlimited web. Also corn, corn, Nebraska corn, cows, and did I mention corn? <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, hey, shut up, this isn't Brett. Says, my favorite would be Wisdom Form from Kingdom Hearts 2. It wasn't very practical since any other form was more powerful, but when you entered Wisdom Form, your clothes would change to blue and Sora would hold his keyblade backwards. Also, whenever you moved around, you wouldn't take steps, but instead would glide around like you were on ice skates, and your regular attacks were changed to make you shoot lasers. No, I'm not shitting you. Uh, I didn't think you were shitting me. I believe you. But, uh, did any of you guys play Kingdom Hearts 2? I don't know. Nope. nope. I don't like that series at all. I'll never play Kingdom Hearts. If you like it, I think less of you. Well, so wait, to, contribute. wait to shit Christian on here. He enjoys it. Way to shit on, hey, shut up, this isn't Brett... That was really That's a good username. It really is. Huh? Yeah, Chris, Chris, if he were on this episode, would uh, have something to say. Michael, go. Uh, Cooper, who is in reality David B. Cooper, who wrote our beautiful and haunting new releases theme, uh, says, Hotline Miami. I can, again, I can't believe I forgot this one. That's oh, masks. God. Has a bunch of good ones. Yeah, masks. not really costumes, masks. I'll take it, I'll take it. Though. Hotline Miami costume. has a bunch of good ones, but I'd say Nigel, the mask that reverses the controls. I'm not usually a fan of super difficult games, but this makes a hard game even harder and funner. What? You that agree? Has, that just reminded me of something. Same yeah. here. Mark of the Ninja. Okay, not that. Oh, wow. Mark yeah. of the Ninja Great has... Game. That game is fucking great, and it also has severely drastic like costume changes like your costume changes basically changes your entire playstyle for the game like it's it has a it's a game where basically it's a 2d sort of side scroller but it's stealth but then it's also combat based and you can pick costumes where it basically makes the game entirely stealth or entirely combat or entirely like mobility based and you pick these costumes and they totally hamstring all the abilities like you usually use and then they totally boost the abilities you don't use it's a fantastic example of like a costume kind of changing the entire way you play the game. Hmm. Yeah, that that mask business made me think of an entry that I'm not blatantly plagiarizing from a user. Uh, the fear, the fierce deity mask from Majora's Mask, yes. which yeah. is basically just breaking the game. But by that point, you've invested so much time in the game that you've literally take you've earned every other mask in that game. So you deserve to kill every boss in like two hits. And wow. It's the only 3D Zelda game where you have the ability to, like, for your sword to shoot a projectile at enemies. I like when Max Payne puts on a Hawaiian shirt and it's like vacation Max. <laughs> and uh... his ability is to just kind of relax a little bit more. And before I suck my own dick for being so observant, uh, Sensaciono, Sensaciono, Sensaciono mm-hmm. says, he also mentioned uh, Mark of the Ninja, the Path of the Hunter costume. Which turns you into an instant murder machine, which makes competing levels much faster and more like the mythical movie ninja I want to be in a game. Believe it. And he also has a hilarious gif of Edge turning to look at something, but it's cropped in half so that his face looks super retarded. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> but yes. Uh, there was another one, too. Where someone mentioned PNO3, the Capcom game, mm-hmm. where it changed your strengths. Uh, this was Floor, or not Floor, right? Griff. 
Griff said, "Piano three changed your strength and defense is based on what you wore. It wasn't a particularly good game. Brett Elson will kill you for making such a cavalier statement. He will. Uh, but I cannot deny that it was grooving to those sweet, sweet techno beats that made him enjoy the game. Lovely. Okay, so are there any more? Is that it? Uh, there are more. On, that's the second page, Michael. Uh, there are more. But we can just move on alternatively. Let's do one more. Um, oh, this is a unique one. Uh, Ultimate Punch Rod says, The one I've definitely gotten the most use out of is the McKratos costume in God of War Chains of Olympus. It boosts your strength in the game, which makes multiple playthroughs a lot easier. It allowed me to beat the entire game in less than two hours, so that was pretty cool. I'll include a pick of my last save just for fun. For reference, the save point is Fields of Elysium, which is just before the final boss fight. But with all the upgrades and the Kratos costume, you can beat the final boss in well under 15 minutes. Also, here's a pick of the costume. And it's a Kratos with uh, red hair and a red beard and a green outfit that looks like a kilt. Wow. Didn't God of War has some, Scottish like, man. That's great. Yeah. some pretty weird uh, unlockable costumes. Wasn't there one where it was Cod of War? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fish costume. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. It's <laughs> pretty badass. Yeah. I love that. Um, does Tofu count as a costume, or is he a new uh, character? He's, he's a, a new character. He's a character. Right, yeah. right. He does wear a beret, so I suppose that's a costume that's for true. him. My mm. mistake. <laughs> and he has like that weird little like anime vein on his forehead. Uh, ah, yeah. yes. If he he's can worried. be called a forehead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so new question of the week. Uh, as was pointed out earlier, the Oscars, uh, the, the nominations have just been announced. The Academy Awards will be soon. So turning our eye to the most prestigious of the movies of the year, uh, if you were to get the chance to make one of them into a game, what would it be like? Uh, you don't have to have actually seen it. You can just make one based entirely off the title. Uh, if you see something, if you see the title and you think this would be funny as a blank, whatever, you can answer us by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. If you answer first there, you get read first, or you can just comment on the article for episode 48. So I think my answer, uh, I haven't given this any thought whatsoever, so I'm just going to say uh, Her, which is a dating game that is played while just there's just one screen, and it's of a cell phone. And uh, it's it's all dialogue-based, and... Uh, but, but with a very Japanese slant, so um, you have to... I, I don't know. I've never actually played a Japanese dating <laughs> game, so somebody rescue me from this terrible premise. <laughs> Alternatively, it's just me talking to Siri when no one else is around. Uh, that's true. You don't want to know the things I've asked Siri just to see what would happen. <laughs> actually, it would be interesting as like an ARG. I've let, I've let my like, heart out to Siri. Do you, you know why they call it ARG? Because every time someone mentions one, I say, ARG! <laughs> Yeah, but if if they could release an iOS app and it's just basically like Siri and you talk to it and you try to form a relationship, so it's like a it. David Cage game. La yes. la 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 la. Oh no, you're going to get <laughs> raped, David Cage. <sighs> Nominated for documentary short subject mm-hmm. is uh, Cave Digger, which is obviously Spelunky. Spelunky. <laughs> yeah, uh, facing fear, uh, which would be. A survival horror game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Lady in Number Six: Colon Music Saved My Life, which is clearly a rhythm game. Uh huh. 
I didn't say come up with what each one would be. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just looking at like the because basically the Oscars this year are like <clears throat> five movies nominated for every category. So See, I think I, I personally think Gravity would be the really easy one, but yeah. I'm not going to touch it because it's too easy. No, and I mean like Twelve Years a Slave. Come on, mm-hmm. that's easy. Yeah, everyone knows what kind of game that's going to be. It's true. Michael Grimm, a first-person shooter. <laughs> oh. It's going to oh. be like that Prisoner of War game where you're continually trying to find a way to escape and failing. And feel free to make the Wolf of Wall Street Among Us jokes. <laughs> you're welcome to. Yes. All right. If I had to, it would be Captain Phillips, where you play a liar mm-hmm. uh, who's kidnapped by pirates, and you have to lie your way uh, into a sellable story that someone will make a movie at. And then Tom Cruise will <laughs> play you as the liar. Yes. <laughs> With the most mainstream respected actor of our time. Yes. Yeah, so it basically, has to do a dumb accent in every movie he's in now, apparently. It's, it's, it's kind of an experimental game. It's a little like Papers, Please, uh-huh. except you're making up a story about pirates kidnapping. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah, well, you, you know, I'm really kind of annoyed, actually, that both Tom Hanks movies this year, he, he was doing some sort of weird quasi-Southern accent for, like... Especially saving Mr. Banks with his Disney. Like, why does Disney sound like an eccentric southern tycoon? Right. Like, you know, remember all those wonderful World of Disney stories? I see. see. I'd like to tell you about the plausible impossible. Like, you never fucking heard that. (laughs) Foghorn leg Disney horn. (laughs) Uh, Let us take a look at Donald's adventures in Mathematic Land. (laughs) I see, I see. So this is... House of Cards of Ma- the Mouse. Yeah. There are two types of people in this world. <laughs> uh, those so, who speak in fake accents and those who do not. So for uh, best makeup and hairstyling, uh, one of the nominees is Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. Yes! Yes! The so Oscars that, are real. This is mm-hmm. proof that they give a shit. I love it. And uh, so that's basically Jackass for PS2, but uh, yeah. with Bad Grandpa in it. Mm-hmm. Also, if if you want, but Bioware does the story. Yeah, <laughs> this has three nominees. Uh, I'm, uh, spoiler: there's three nominees for best makeup and hairstyling. The Lone Ranger, Jackass P- presents Bad Grandpa, and the third nominee is Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club is winning that. I've never no heard shit, of that huh? yeah. fucking movie. The one movie that's not a fucking summer blockbuster or like movie about grandpa's farting. Is it good? Like, what wins. is it? Because it's nominated for a lot. Dallas Buyers Club. It's a. Uh, it's about like uh, mm-hmm. this like underground group that like was able to get AIDS drugs from Mexico because so, they were. Just... Sorry, yeah. go ahead. AIDS drugs I... from Mexico. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I, what I feel it's like about. the uh, Lone Ranger movie is where you are a high paid actor mm-hmm. and you have to negotiate. To play against your race, yes, and in every film, <laughs> and you, you have well, to... actually, isn't Johnny Depp? So he's like half Cherokee or oh, something. Probably. Uh, so is I everyone. think it's one eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. No, but Johnny Depp always negotiates. It's to a significant either, amount. Either play characters the way the director or doesn't want him to play or something. Them, I don't remember. Or play not the character they <laughs> want him to play. That movie gets the shit kicked out of it excessively. It's it not, does. It's it does. not I, great. It's not. And even I haven't good. seen it. It's, I'd say it's high tier bad. 
Yeah, mm. and, but and it's it's kind of fun bad. It's like, what the fuck is going on? I mean, yeah. I can tell because it's very competently yeah. filmed. Unlike most action scenes, True. I know exactly what's going on at yes. any given moment. There's I don't know. I don't know why it's going on. So mm. it's it's the movie equivalent of a functional alcoholic. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Looking at the trailer... And I, I will say the iOS game that was based on it was god-awful. Like, you don't even play as the Lone Ranger. You play as some random dude who the Lone Ranger says, like, Hey, I need your help. Like, why? Why would I want to help the Lone Ranger instead of be him? Who, who greenlit this? <laughs> True. I had a lot of flashbacks to Wild Wild West when I saw the trailers, mm. and it made me uncomfortable. I mean... The problem with the movie is that it's, it's better than Wild Wild West. Yes, oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's that's the, the shit lowest, I took this the lowest morning. accolade I can get. <laughs> like the way my bladder feels right now, not having <laughs> peed for three hours and drinking <laughs> ten beers, is better than the Wild yeah. Wild West. Yeah. But guys, I just opened the documentary short category, and it's all just different uh, Subway five dollar foot long commercials, <laughs> 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 and something called Made You Look. <laughs> made you look at a five dollar. Footlong. <laughs> uh, so my my suggestion would be uh, Miyazaki's uh, The Wind Rises yes. was nominated for animation mm-hmm. alongside Frozen some other movies and I feel that this is a shoe in for an Angry Birds crossover <laughs> where you play just Angry throwing Birds The Wind Rises and you fling model Mitsubishi planes. Zero planes oh. at American battleships. Oh. I mean clearly that's what you need to do to increase visibility for this Miyazaki film. And I feel this movie's been getting shit on, too, because it is a Miyazaki film that directly mm-hmm. addresses Japan's role in World War II. Mm. And people are like, I don't want to think or talk about that. Well, a lot of people, like, in, it cut flack in Japan for being too left-wing and traitorous. Like, yes. Japanese well, nationalists gave let, it shit. Let's not give Japan a pass on them no. being no, no, no. the most nationalistic, yeah. insane state on the <laughs> planet. But you get, well, they 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 kind of differ, but yeah, there there are still some people who very much hew to the the yes. old nationalistic standards from the forties. True, and they they criticize it. Uh, South Koreans criticized it uh, for being too right wing, mm-hmm. so it's it's pissing everybody off. Apparently, but I mean, anything that makes that kind of reaction mm-hmm. at that scale is probably worth checking out. Yeah, no matter how you feel about it, yeah. if you feel mad about it, if you feel positive about it. If it's riling that many people up, it's probably trying to say something, mm-hmm. and that's important. That's it's probably good. Though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Lone Survivor, which is nominated for sound editing, is a game and a good one. I would recommend what? it. It is. I also yeah. want to call out the act of killing uh, because I wish that's what they had named Gone Home. Just. Just to confuse people, just so a bunch of bros what, maybe like, what they dude, should have dude, called. Hell? Did you watch the Gun Home video? Yes. Oh, so <laughs> oh, that's so good. Can you play that audio, please? Oh man, not right this second. I'll play it in the break. I'll have played it in the break. Excellent. Yeah, it's good stuff because I don't have anything new for a break this week. <laughs> but anyway, I think we've covered a lot of these. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Star Trek into Darkness. I would make into a game, but they did make a Star Trek yeah. game based on the films, and that's not the game you would have made. <laughs> I kind of feel like I kind of feel like the act of killing should have been what that Rust game is called. From everything that I've been reading about it, oh Rust, yeah, it's yeah. a little like Daisy, except it's just other people and they'll all kill you. <laughs> well, yeah. Daisy well, can Daisy. be like that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Rust is kind of fun, though. I mean, the first thing I did in that game was get bashed, get my head bashed in with a rock. Like, how long player. did it take? Uh, maybe 15 minutes. Oh, okay. You, you held on for a pretty long time then. Yeah, I actually managed to build some stuff before I got my head bashed in. Hmm. So it wasn't the first thing you did. 
You're okay. a liar. You're a filthy, filthy liar. It was like the liar. third thing I did. It was the third All right, thing I did. All right, that's better. Thank you. Um, I'm going to go watch her after this. Thank you for listening. Mm. <laughs> this is Bye. Video Game Apocalypse. I have to be. <laughs> All right, so... Bugs. Again, what uh, what movie would you turn into? What what Oscar nominated movie of 2013 would you turn into a video game? And what would it be? Let us know at lasertimepodcast.com/forums or under the comments for episode 48. So that's our show for this week. Uh, let's do a quick round of plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Somebody else go. Uh, hair plugs, I need them as I continuously bald and have taken up hat wearing. Uh, Mike Grimm? At <laughs> uh, uh Vice Principals on Twitter and Tumblr. And uh, not Pinterest. What's the other one? Instagram. I don't want Instagram. <laughs> but you do like... have a Pinterest <laughs> where you just revealed subconsciously. Shut up! Ah! <laughs> also, That's for girls! Also, if you're free on uh, Wednesdays and Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, we stream video games at Wikia. Or Ustream uh, slash channel, or Wiki, or whatever. It's the Wikia's channel on Ustream. Come Wikia dot Ustream slash channel. This guy knows better than I do. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know. We try. We're pretty sober. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, try. come with your lowered expectations. But, you know, or we're playing uh, Nidhogg and uh, Samurai Gun on Friday. Dude, Nidhogg. Nidhogg is fucking fun, it's and fun Samurai game. Gun is pretty fun, too. So you're going to see two like salty. Nilbog? Yes, it's like Nilbog. Yes. Something so they happens. serve you green food? You gotta check <laughs> out Nidhogg, dude. It's a piss on What is Nidhogg? It's this, like, 2D pixely fencing game with just a cool concept where, like, you beat the guy and then you continue forward and you're, it's two-player, right? And then he's right. in the next room and it's this tug-of-war, yeah. sort of, but it's this, like, really simple fencing it's game. It's like, when you kill the dude, you get to push forward and try and move forward in the screens, but he has to kill you. But if he kills you, then he gets to push forward. So it's like a weird fighting game, like tied up with like double. So it's Urban Champion, is what yes, you're telling me. Yes, exactly. Or Ten Yard Fight, or whatever the name of that game is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> except it looks uh, hipster retro with indie yeah. sensibilities, and it's got a dope soundtrack. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Rudden um, at Dave Rudden on Twitter. Cheap Popcast, uh, official Xbox Magazine, KOX, and that's it. Hmm. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's our show. See you next week. Bye-bye. Grimbo St. Grambo. Private Eye. I would watch a show called Grumbo St. Grambo, where you're <laughs> solving crimes in the, in the bayou. Is it me and me with a cowboy hat? Yeah. Can I have a cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. <laughs>